Hi, this is Mark. This is what happened last time. The party discovered that the stone eye they retrieved from Meridor had been taken from the stores of knowledge, presumably by a mysterious silver-haired man. A body was later found in town, drained of blood, with two puncture wounds along the neck. Deciding they had an artifact-stealing vampire on their hand, they followed one of the roaming Meridor skeletons, since they previously had known the eye attracted them dead, and it led them to Disram Manor, the home of the eccentric genius in town. And there, they fought the silver-haired vampire, and in the end, they retrieved the eye, found Cogram Disram huddled in a coffin in his cellar. Caliban, you're standing in a dark room with your vision. You can see, you know, everything's the colors are kind of washed out. You're not really sure where you are. There's kind of a heavy desk. There's a lot of shelving. And on the shelving is a lot of paper and books. Some of them are in pretty bad shape, it seems. And you kind of look down and your cloak is sort of hanging in front of you like it's backwards. You know, you sort of would flip it around behind you, but it's, it's sort of just been hanging and you didn't realize it. And you're not sure what to do with this. Not sure how you got here exactly. Everything's sort of a haze. You also recognize, too, that your mouth is very dry and just tastes terrible. You've recognized quickly, too, that you could use a bath. But here you are in this room. Well, the bath thing, that's probably par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> like, first thing I would do is check to see if I have any injuries and what belongings do I still have my stuff? Yeah, so you're, again, you flipped your cloak around, which is kind of precious to you, and so that you're you're glad that that's uh, intact. Again, you're, you're sort of filthy. You know, you just feel like you've got like a layer of dust around you, and you can, it can almost like, you know, if you slapped your hands together or slapped at your clothing or your armor, you're wearing studded leather armor, and if you were to slap it, it'd sort of let a little dust off. You reach for your rapier, and it's Scabbard is hanging there, but not the rapier. But you kind of look around the room, and you actually see it sitting on the desk. And it's very clearly your rapier, the sort of dark iron blade. Okay. Well, before I make any sudden moves, I'm going to take a careful look around the room, make sure, am I alone? Yeah, in this room, it seems that you're alone. Okay. Well, then I'll make my way to the desk and recover my rapier, at least. Okay. My dagger as well. Um, yeah, the dagger actually was still on, on okay. your side. Yeah, the rapier, apparently. Um then I'll take a look at the desk and see if I can get any clue as to where I am. Or... Okay. There's a lot of paperwork laying here. Some of it looks as though it's been scrawled out. There's a couple of quills. So it's in like fact, an office? Yeah. In fact, there's a, there's a lot of ink stains on the desk. Like it's been through some wear throughout its days. And most of what you can see, it seems to be mechanical. Like the sketches of, of some sort of like machinery or something like that. But it's not anything that you really recognize you're, you're not quite sure what what it looks like it reminds you of maybe things that you've seen when you've been in Rontaman with the gnomes uh, they do a lot of a lot of tinkering of things like that and just as you're kind of looking at that you do hear some noise coming out from one direction at this paperwork and trying to make sense of it and you hear voices there's a couple of closed doorways you hear voices on the other side of the door it's probably not directly behind the door but you hear somebody in the building Okay, does it sound like they're coming this way? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm really fascinated with uh, machinery, so I'm I'm actually going to fold up okay. some of those schematics and mm-hmm. 
tuck them away in a pouch All right. for later. Sure. So I guess if there's no other interesting clues as to where I am, I'm going to make my way for the door. Just going to work your way along. There are a few little trinkets laying mm-hmm. on the ground, like springs and some loose bolts. You know, you kind of accidentally roll one across the stone floor, didn't know it was there, and sort of freeze for a minute. The, the voices that you hear, they don't seem to come any closer. They don't seem to be alarmed or anything like that. You get to the door, and it's not locked. Go ahead and open it up. Yeah. Okay. Open it up. Open it up, and there's a little bit of a hallway, and it actually leads to a staircase down. I guess what you walk into is a hallway that's parallel to you, and so there's a couple of different ways to come in this direction, but you, there's a stairwell that would lead you to possibly the cellar, and there's definitely people down there. You can see light moving around. Sure. So there's just a hallway and then stairwell going down, and then the other direction is... Yeah, so you just you step rooms? into almost like it's like a big T, and so you stepped out of this room. You could go to your left, you could go to your right, and then if you go forward, it leads down a stairwell. After about five six feet, it goes down some stairs, and that's where the people are. Oh, uh, I'm just gonna holler out. What is the meaning of this? Okay, <laughs> what is going on? All right. So, where am I? In, in Whose the, house is this? <laughs> in the cellar. Merc has just happen. lifted this coffin open, and presumably this is Cogram Disram, mm-hmm. the owner of this manor in this coffin, and you hear an echoing voice come down, and it says, Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I demand to see the proprietor. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone's looking at each other like, uh, what is going on? I'll pull both my short swords and get this. I'll I'll join you, and she'll follow you. Lucan will follow too. Hey, Cogram, I think they're asking for you, bud. (laughs) I mean, if you need a hand out, put my hand in to help that guy out. If he doesn't take it, I'll grab him and pull him out. Yeah, he kind of just says, give me a second. Very slowly, he starts to sort of creep up, and he's all hunkered down. He's actually a bigger guy than you thought he'd be. He's just this big, sort of big roly-poly guy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of takes one foot, steps out of the coffin, takes the other foot, and he's just very watching specifically at Merc, you know, this big man standing over him. Listen, guy, the vampire's dead, and I'm not going to bite you. Speaking of which, the vampire bite you, show me your neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's kind of dressed in... Clothing that was might have been in style a long time ago. You know, it looks kind of. He's got this big sort of flowing collar that you haven't seen anybody wear outside of a portrait. He kind of slowly pulls his collar down on both sides. You don't see anything on his neck. All right, come on. That person wants to speak to the proprietor. I will keep you safe for the time being. Is is Pitt okay? Oh, you mean that? What was that? That creature that served you? What was it precisely? Pitt. That's my friend. Right. Did you make him? That wasn't a normal creature. I've seen creatures like that, but they're usually about a third his size. Well, sort of. What do you mean, sort of? You either did or you didn't. I wasn't trying to make him. I don't even want to know what you were trying to make. Let's go. Everybody else going to has walked the Relop was sticking downstairs, I think, unless he was following Yeah, I'll I'll hang back a little bit. Keep Cockrum okay. occupied. Who was leading specifically? Anybody? Hold hold, hold okay. lead. So, Cockrum's going to want to try to stay within five feet, though, to use protection if he needs to. 
Mm-hmm. Caliban, you see a, a group come up to the bottom of the stairs, specifically at the, the, the one that's leading is a high orc, gray skin, dark hair, dressed in leather armor, and kind of keeping close to him is a clearly a lucite paladin. He's got mithril armor on, and he's sort of holding his shield up, and he's got, I assume you still have your sword lit, right? Mm-hmm. So he's standing with this lit sword. It's just a sort of light. And there's a few others, but those those are the two that are kind of taking up the doorway. He has a lit sword of light? Mm-hmm. It's not that uncommon among the Lucites. They're, it's the Church of Light, basically. It's the, the God of Light. Okay, and the High Orc, is he wielding weapons at me as well? I have both of my short swords drawn. A little on edge considering what we just dealt with. Sure. <laughs> so I see them coming and I... I go, are you the management? Are you the manager of this establishment? Because my room is atrocious. I don't know what happened last night, but I seem to have been put in some sort of back room. So first I need a bath. And I need, where's the serving girl? Because I definitely need a drink. And then breakfast. Actually, okay, wait. drink first, then bath, then breakfast. In that order. Luke, kid, why don't you go ahead and get this fellow a drink? <laughs> I will get you a bath, but it's actually going to cost extra. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Hulk. Come on now. Hi, my name's Lucan. And he reaches out his hand. The champion of light. He's still standing up at the top of the stairs. Yeah. So he's reaching out his hand to shake your hand. Hey, give him an air high five. <laughs> Lucan is like completely I don't, I don't. confused. <laughs> Probably misses on the five. I don't, I'm not sure why you guys have weapons drawn. This is... Not the kind of party I'm used to being at. Well, oddly enough, we just fought a vampire, so we're a little on edge. You fought a vampire? Yes. Is he standing in, like, the ash? Because I got him at, like, the top of the stairs. Is that where... Because where the vampire ash killed. Or did it just... You guys walk back into the room and stuff. You know, it's right. not, like, just floating there. No, okay. I just didn't know if it was on the ground, like, if he was standing in the ash or something. So you were... I'm probably along the stairs, but he's right at... He's at the top. Sure. Would I have reason to think that vampires are a real thing? Actually, in your experience, you probably believe believe in them a little more than they did, because it would have been a little more folktale to you. But still, you you would be a little bit leery of that. Like, really, vampires? I don't know. Oh, this is probably more of your uh, Lucite. Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah, Lucite. The the, the the Lucite propaganda. That's that's fine. (laughs) Whatever, whatever, whatever you're whatever you're running. Around here, that's that's great. I don't care. Um, Lucan's like completely but, still with a confused look on his face. <laughs> but I am already could, starting you know, to like this guy. You can just point me to the uh, where. Where do I get food? Well, we have to go back into town for food. I mean, I have some rations on me. If you need, a you you are right. starving, Kelly. This, this is a, this is a terrible finished. Event. This place has a kitchen. Let's go ahead oh. and find it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can actually see that near. He's dirty, right? So he he hasn't moved down the steps, so. I've hung out with homeless people. You can see him, but you're probably not making out great details. Oh, we haven't approached each other. No, you're at the bottom of the stairs and he's at the top. He's kind of in chat. Hulk can see him a lot better. So Hulk, what you see is he has uh, kind of long dark hair and sort of braids. Is that right? Yeah, like elaborate braids. Actually, actually, they're coming out. This is very frustrating. Yeah, he needs to be cleaned up. Darker complected, maybe kind of a caramel skin. Mm -hmm. Wearing leather, studded leather. He's got a purple cloak which kind of, it's sort of striking in its color compared to, to the rest of the clothes that he has. He does have some tattoos along his arms. Would they're, you like to describe them? Yeah, it's like an elven tribal tattoo, but it's it's white ink over the dark skin. He's actually clearly a lot like Lucan and Xan. Another elf. So your thought is Saradin. Another one. Great. 
Anyway, let's go ahead and find that <laughs> kitchen, then. I'm just going to walk right past him. My good man. <laughs> How tall is he walking by me? Or Hyrax big? Yeah. You, I mean, you usually pretty big, but you're nothing crazy, are you? No. Like a little yeah. over six foot? Yeah, around six one or whatever. Nope. Would that be comparable to you? Caliban's probably just, just shy of six foot. Okay. Lucan turns to Zan and says, Who is it? I have no idea. They just walked off. Uh, do we follow? <laughs> uh, make sure that Cockrum's fine. I'll, I'll help Hulk, and she'll make her way upstairs. Uh, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go right. with you. Whatever you we need don't to know do. anything about this guy yet. Sure. Speaking of Cockrum, does he look injured in yeah. any form of fashion? That's more important, actually. I should probably do that before I leave. Looks like he's a little banged up. He, too, is like clearly starving, and like his mouth is all dried out like he hasn't been fed. Okay, so... Let's rewind that. She's not going to go upstairs. She'll go over and help Cogram, especially okay. if he's wounded. Yeah, so and it's, it's it's nothing crazy. No, you know, a little little medicine check on him. Yeah, she'll do him. medicine check. She'll and obviously understand that he's dehydrated and malnourished. And can I tell how long he's been that like that? He th- he thinks he's probably. Well, I guess been, yeah, I can ask him. Yeah, he's been dealing with this for a few days, <laughs> but he, he hasn't been in the box the whole time. It's like he's been moved back and forth. He says they they wanted to keep me so that I could. Talk to the outside. Talk to the outside? Like I could make everything look like everything was fine. Make it look like he's still here as the hermit in the mansion. Oh. Hmm. Still here. He's just holed up like he normally has. Okay. Lucan says, well, Hulk just walked off with some dude, so <laughs> I don't know if I need to go follow him and make sure that yeah, follow- the guy doesn't just nab Hulk or what. Follow Hulk. We'll Have you ever tried to steal Hulk? I imagine that's hard. <laughs> you got a good point there. <laughs> All right, I'll go see if I can find Hulk in this guy. And then Merck and I can help Cogram upstairs. Okay. At least we'll get him into the main floor sure. so we can... He's very... He doesn't want to be touched. He's very... Oh, okay. like, no, no, no. Works his way up. He's definitely ready to eat, too. He's going to lead you to the kitchen. A little bottle. Right. Seems like we're all going to end up in the same place eventually. So these two get lost <laughs> a little bit. You, know? um, you do find some bodies that had been left behind by the group. They had had a battle in a, in a separate room. In fact, you were on the other side. If they had gone one way, they would found you. If they happened to go the other way, and they found <laughs> these things they fought. As you're walking along to Caliban, you do recognize that you got a little bit of a pain in your neck, and you kind of reach up under the cloak, and you can find that you have a wound in your neck. Ah, what? Does this, does this look bad? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might be poisoned. You might have to cut it out. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're definitely going to need booze. Clearly has to... <laughs> How long have you worked here? How do you not know the way to the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> it's my first day. Oh, my God. It's oh. <laughs> great. <laughs> I was just going to just start throwing every door I go past open. <laughs> Does Lucan eventually find him before they get to the kitchen? Yeah, so you, you do. And just as you do that, this beast sort of lurks in the shadows. Is it that gob- giant goblin? Mm-hmm. Hey, we found your master downstairs. And the vampire's gone. Is he okay? Yes. Feel free to go down there. He darts that direction. So Zan and Merc are walking up with Cockrum, and this big hulking goblinoid comes running through the hallway, almost like a bear at this point. He's just like, <laughs> and you can feel it shaking the place as he, as he moves through. And he kind of comes up and picks up Cockrum and sort of holds him like a gorilla would have a kitten <laughs> or something and just sort of like holds him up. Cogram kind of puts his hand on his face, and he goes, I'm okay, Pitt. I'm okay. Put me down. So he just kind of glances at Merc, just kind of goes, I don't know what this is, <laughs> kind of look on her face. I would reach for my rapier if I saw that go by. Right, right. <laughs> what in the world is that? Housekeeping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I Perfect. see. Oh, to get rid of the sleeping dudes on the floor. That's yeah, yeah, he's, he's a little lax in his duties. <laughs> That's why they hired me. Additional help. When you come to the kitchen, they all sort of catch up with you. Relap, are you staying down in the cellar at this point, or would you follow? I'd follow along and back clean up if anything comes up behind okay. us. So eventually everybody ends up in the kitchen, and the pantry is full of about, you know, three different things. It's got a lot of food in it, but it's like there's a certain type of cheese and a certain type of bread and a certain type of, like, dried meat. And then there's a, a lot of, like, citrus fruit. Like, it's a couple different types of citrus fruit, but, like, you know, limes and lemons. And- I'll grab a wheel of cheese, a loaf of bread, uh, some dried meat, set that on a counter, grab some of the citrus fruit, throw it at this guy, at the new cattleman. Or, yeah, I guess we haven't, we haven't, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> throw, throw the fruit at him, and then I'll sit down and start cutting off some cheese for myself. <sighs> Is this our... Mr. Cockrum, did you have a guest here? Do you know who this man is? And she'll point to the Saradin. He says, I, I saw him once, but I assumed that he was one of them. What do you mean? Well, one of the servants to the vampire. Like another vampire? Like those little ones we fought before? Oh, yeah. Like the... Can, kind of point like from here you can sort can, of see one that can yeah. we see that his oh, neck is bleeding? Yeah. By the way, it's not bleeding. It's just yeah. got he's got a couple of little puncture holes. Can we see those? As I'm chowing down on that, I'm like, oh, by the way, it looks like he got nipped by one of them. So I guess <sighs> I'm over. Slap him or Lucan something. Walks over and reaches out his hand again. And he says, "I'm Lucan. What was your name again? Uh, it's Caliban. Caliban. What are you doing?" And what am I doing? He's trying to shake your hand. Trying to shake your hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll shake his hand. All right. This is my sister, Xanafia. She's got a nod to you. This is Holg. This is Relop. And this is Merc. And have you ever seen this man before? And she'll point to kind of the roly-poly man. Have I ever seen this man before? <laughs> you don't remember ever seeing him before, no. I don't think so, but I don't remember meeting any of you last night either. What brings you here, Caliban? That is a fair question. Right now, (laughs) I'm most interested in finding something to drink in this kitchen. May we serve him a drink? Lucan asks that. Cogram. Yeah, Cogram. Yes, certainly, certainly. So there's, there actually is, it's plumbed so that you can pump some water out into basin. Uh, We said a drink, not uh, whatever that is. Uh, He says, I I do have a little mead. Any port in a storm. (laughs) (laughs) That would be perfect. Can you tell us the last thing you remember? Uh, well, it's a bit fuzzy, but I was... I remember I was on the road last night, and then I'm not 100% certain. I was looking for something, and things get a bit fuzzy. I'm going to ask you two questions. I want you to answer them. What is the date, and where were you? The road to where, I believe he means. Do you know where you are right Lu- now? Luconics describes the road that we tracked those vampire tracks. No, no, no. Don't answer anything. I want to answer <laughs> that question. You think that it is the 22nd? Because it's the middle of the night. It's dark outside right. right now. But you're thinking if this is the middle of the night, then tomorrow's the 23rd. And what's the real day? Tomorrow will actually be the 24th. So you only lost a day. And yeah, we, where were you on the road to? I was, I was looking for my friend, colleague... Ah, this guy. <laughs> and we were on the road, just headed out uh, outside of Fire's Heart. Well, you're back in Fire's Heart, to be clear. That's not ideal. Well, I would say losing a day is less than ideal as well. Yeah, you're right. That means he's got a day's lead on me, I think. So when you say 
your friend, colleague, guy that you're looking for? Are you a bounty hunter? No. No. What? Do I look like I would hunt bounties? I mean... I think that's an insight check, Merc. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a 25, so uh, that means it's natural. You don't think he's a bounty hunter. Well, that's, that's just scurrilous characterization of my person. <laughs> Where were you on the road to? Just headed east out of... Just out of town, I was... Somebody had something that belongs to me, and I was I was trying to find it. Mm. Still sounds like a bounty hunter. Nope, no bounty. Like I said, he was kind of a colleague of mine. Mm. And he stole something from you. Yeah, well, not from me. Something I'm responsible for. All right, so you work for an organization. He stole from the organization, and you're responsible for it, so now you're trying to track him down. That sounds right. Still very close to a bounty hunter. I really need that mead. And then I feel like, I feel like that's going to clear things up. So we get the cork meat. pops out of the bottle right as it's happening. Does he have any wounds on it's him? Actually, like, does he it's need, actually Pit that pulls need, it out. This giant meaty hand. <laughs> does he need healed at all? No, he just needs some food and water. Okay. But you do see that now that he's got this couple of pokes in his neck. Mm-hmm. So heading east out of Fire's Heart is kind of vague. Were you headed to a city in particular, or just... He's trying to catch this guy. Yeah, I thought you and your colleague were going out of town. No, no, well, we were supposed to travel together the next day, and he sort of left early for some reason. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. You should never leave early without your party. <laughs> I know! Who would split up the party? That is the dumbest <laughs> idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well... Have some food, try to clear your head, and get us some more information as soon as you remember anything. You have bite marks on your neck. Not to alarm you, but I think you may have been kidnapped by a vampire, if that makes any difference. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so these bite marks are new? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. Is there pain from them at all? Or just, just like, it's tender. Just, you just know, it's not, yeah. No, you, you, you know, you initially said, do I have any wounds? And you didn't even find it initially, because you didn't think to, like, touch your neck. Okay. But as soon as you, like... You know, something rubbed on your neck, you touched it, then it's like, oh, ooh, yeah. What can we do about these marks, guys? I think I read somewhere where you're supposed to cut the wound out. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Seems counterproductive. It makes it worse. Uh, only one way to find out, I guess. Zane well, the, the, the grave thing. <laughs> <laughs> can you cure it? No, I mean, it'll just cure the wound and see if it goes away or not. So I'll just do like a healing word or something. The, 1d4 plus. Sure. The grave thing tracks. I huh. am covered. Covered. In dirt. He is. Oh. <laughs> Can I tell if takes, he's takes breathing? A, takes Can a I tell swig, if he... Takes a big swig. Take a medicine check. Yeah. I, I still have mage armor up, right? That skill I never get to use. 20. Yeah, he, everything you're watching, he's he's definitely inhaling and exhaling. He seems... You know, you kind of put your hand on his shoulder for yeah. a second. Or, you know, he seems to give off heat. Okay. There's lots of things that would tell you that he seems okay. I would use Divine Sense, but I used them all. Yeah, you burned them all. <laughs> so she's going to healing word on his neck for seven hit points. Okay. Yep. And so the, the puncture disappear and no longer tender. Full hit points. Are you feeling okay, Caliban? Well, after that, I feel really great, actually. Plus, you've had a couple of swigs of mead by now. It's coming. <laughs> There's a couple of sort of stone glasses that get passed around. What era are you from, Caliban? Uh, I, honestly, I'm from kind of just around. I, I am worried. So on your way into this place, did you guys happen to see my horse? Uh, we did not see a horse. Well, we didn't look anywhere. Do you have stables here, Master Cogram? 
There's a small stable around the back. We can check and see. Maybe when you're finished eating? Yeah. Yeah, food would be good, I suppose. Uh, what kind of horse is it? It's a black workhorse. Alright. Well, yeah. I, I can go look. So I'll just make my way out. See if I uh, can't find it. Right. His name's Herman. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of, like, gives you a little wave as she walks off. I like her. She's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going with her to check out a horse? I mean, come on. We really? are in a building that had vampires. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, he's going. Stop dating him. He's going. <laughs> Have fun with the vampire guys. See you later. <laughs> All right, so you step out. You guys came through the front door, didn't you? Right? I think so, yeah. You just kind of step out the same way that you went in. This big door is about twice your size. and It's still dark outside, but the it's and it's kind of cloudy, but the rain luckily has dissipated. There's puddles kind of mm. everywhere. It feels really nice, actually. It's stuffy in there. Sure. And so gust of air just fills your lungs as you step out and you walk around to the side and you remember you know looking over there was kind of a side entrance yeah yeah and then you remember there was sort of a, a mound and there was a big post was sticking out like almost like a mast ship's mast that had some wiring yeah and stuff yeah like the, the lightning rod yeah so basically once you sort of walk that direction you see that on the other side of the mound there's a there's kind of a little shed and that must be what he's talking about so if you head, you head that direction and there is inside this shed. There is a. There are a couple of little stalls. There is a black horse in there. Um, looks a little bit ragged as well. Like maybe it needs to be groomed or fed or watered. And there's also a wagon that looks a little bit. It's like an enclosed wooden wagon, like a little house on wheels. It reminds you a little bit of like what the little feet. Oh, sure. When they came to town in Edgefield. The light feet? Like a stagecoach? Or, yeah, I'm sorry, the light feet, yeah. Yeah, kind of, but it's all wooden. You're like A um, Vardo. Yes, it's a Vardo. And it's kind of fancy, you know, it's a little bit mm-hmm. decorative in, in its make. It's got some curtains in the windows, and it's just sort of been stuffed into this shed. Is there food in here? Is there anything for the horse in terms of food and water? There's a little bit of hay. You can see that it's been eating what was there. Sure. And you can see like this edging of hay that's it's sort of running out. Okay. Lucan will start feeding the, yeah, the she'll, horse. She'll kind of look to Lucan knowing he knows what to do. Down. But then okay. he, he does say to Zan though, he goes, what What on earth do we do with this guy who was bit by a vampire? We have to keep an eye on them and make sure he doesn't become one i don't know how they no, were i don't i don't know what to do it's kind of <laughs> nerve-wracking i mean I, I healed the wound he he seemed to be alive he had body heat he was breathing i can't he's eating food i don't think they're supposed to eat food well i don't know i can't sense anything until i get some good rest but, but we can sleep on it and if we take him out tomorrow in the sunlight and he gets upset we'll know something's up that's a good point we could shine some light <laughs> on him tonight <laughs> Unfortunately, I did my last sunlight. She's got like, you can see her flexing her hands a lot. And the inside of her hands are all kind of red. Probably approaching, you know, four in the morning. Yeah. Like everybody, you talked last time about how you might have to just rest during the day this time around, right? He says, uh, good job on that vampire, by the way. (sighs) Thank you. (laughs) Good job on thinking of the, following the skeleton. That was a masterstroke. Thanks. (laughs) Well, I'll. I'll take care of Herman here for a bit. All right, I'll, I'll let Caliban, I guess his name, right? No? Yeah. That he's yeah. out here? All right, uh, just come in when you can, and she'll make her way out. So after Cogram gets a little bit of food in him, he basically starts saying, like, I, so I, I, I want to make sure that there's there's no more vampires, right? It's just, just the one? We got them all. How can he be sure? 
That's a good idea. I think I should go walk around the house and see if there's any other disturbances. I'll leave the stuff where it belongs. It's all good. I'm going to start going out. It says, I'll go with him. Nice. <laughs> I've got a good feeling about it. We got him. Listen, I actually came looking for you because I have a problem. And it involves math. Are you at least a little intrigued? I do know some math. Great. So I pull out the giant piece of paper that I have. So I got this math, and it's supposed to help me out with a um, encryption on a book. I can't make heads or tail of this. I'm just the guy that builds a sword. Help a man out. I mean, I did get rid of your vampires for you. Well, my friends and I, but that's beside the point. He's like, shh. And I pushes you away. He's like, <laughs> you know, because his paper's like scrolled out, right? So he's, he sort of like puts his feet out so he can keep the paper from rolling back up on him. And he's just standing there looking down at it. Where's the book? Uh, I pulled the book out and handed it to him. Give me some time. Okay. Like a day, two days. Not sure yet. All right. So I'll come back in around this time. Good news, Mr. Caladin. Your horse is alive and well in the stables. A little underfed, but Lucana's taking care of him. Underfed's going around. That's great news. I'm glad you found it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a fancy wagon? That's there too. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might have been Cograms, but okay, it's yours. So yes, that is still there. I don't know if all the things are in it. We just saw it. Yeah, I should go check. Right. Actually, because I'm going to run out there and check and make sure all my belongings are okay. I'll leave where they out. ought to be. All right, Zan will leave them out. When you get to it, nothing's I'm really... bringing the fruit that you gave me. Nothing's been taken out of it or anything, but the place, it's filthy. It has been filled with dirt, and then the dirt's been taken out. Oh. So, like, just clumps of dirt, and, you know, you can see that it was, like, shoveled out. It actually reminds you that one of your memories before this all happened was that you saw dirt being shoveled out of a wagon. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I found my friend at, oh, it's this little ranch. You were you were going to the horse ranch. Well, I was I was following my friend, and that's where right. uh, that's where I found him, and he was shoveling dirt. He was yeah, he was shoveling dirt out of my wagon. It was actually, at that point, it was a different wagon. Oh, it was a different wagon? In your wagon? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Okay. Do you, what so does I, your friend look like? Well, he's also, uh, he's a high orc. He's a pretty nice guy, but not not the brightest. Ball, he's bald, and he's got kind of a kind of a strong jaw, and he's a little bit blue-gray. Doesn't really look that much different from Hulk, except for the baldness. What's his name? Well, we just call him Lunch. L Lunch? That was how he was introduced to me. I can't imagine that's his real name, but... All right. How did you guys get involved with hunting, quote-unquote, vampires? Uh, he stole something from the stores of knowledge here in the city. It's something we were looking into, and he took it. So we didn't even know he was here until he stole it, and we hunted him to here. And you were just upset that he stole a thing? Did uh, you know he was a vampire then? We didn't. The item was incredibly evil. It attracts and commands undead. So we followed an undead to here and realized what was going on inside once we got in here. Can you sense where that item is? <laughs> <laughs> I can sense it's not in my wagon. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Kill him. <laughs> so, do you remember a tall, lean man with silver hair and a milky white eye? Do I? I don't... She's was trying that... to jog his memory of what may have happened while he was... Yeah, there was a silver-haired guy there, right. now that you mention it. Hmm. There was another guy, too. What do you mean, another guy? 
Younger, spiky, dark hair, real light skin. How young? It's hard to say. He he might have been a teenager, and he might have been in his early twenties. Is it human? Seemed human, right? Yeah, human. Yeah, nothing seemed yeah. humanoid. Yeah, I was about to confront them, and uh, yeah, the the taller one said, mention a name of Alamir. Alamir. The God. young one called the silver-haired one. That oh, okay. Oh, so the van- that was the vampire. So, the, yeah, the younger one referred to the silver-haired guy as Alan. And then you suddenly hear in, in, in your head, you can remember what he said. He said, your escort to the fire city has arrived. And then I woke up in that terrible inn. All right. Well, look over your stuff. I'm going to crawl into the, the wagon, and actually I'm going to... Being dirty is fine, but being stinky is not okay. So I, I, I know I've got some uh, like tinctures in there that have like some smelly stuff. Sure, sure. <laughs> like lavender and mint. Sure. So I'll apply some of that. So okay. <laughs> I don't want to be downwind, and, <laughs> and then I'll come back out. Yeah, she's kind of looking to Lucan and looking back at this guy, trying to figure out what we're learning. Yeah, Lucan's kind of listening, but also kind of talking to the horse under his breath. <laughs> Yeah, who's a good boy? Who's uh-huh. a good boy? You're the goodest boy. Nah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, do you think I need to call off Max and all of the other paladins for the search? Oh, yes. We've kind of found this now. We should probably report in and let them know what we found. Yeah, we need to call off for sure. Okay, I can go. If you want to let everybody else know. Can you send them a spell? Send, um, send a spell? Do I have one left? <laughs> I did burn a lot of spells, and I have one left. Alright, so I'll do a quick sending to Max. Okay. And let him know that we have found the vampire. He was in Cogram's keep. Kidnapped Cogram. He is safe now. Come find us. More prisoners are here. So you are sending them back this way? Well, she's just sending to Max to let him know that they're here and that we found the vampire. He says, I'll send a detachment to Disrum Manor. Is the eye secure? And then yeah, you'll have to wait for him to show up. Yep. Can't send it all. And sorry, Caliban. Um, oh, no, he's busy. No, uh, no. While I'm digging around in there, I am going to check my stash to see if that bottle of Blind Serpent Red okay. yep. is in there. <laughs> it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'll grab that and hop out. Be like, right. ah! <laughs> I found something real to drink. <laughs> Ooh, what is that? I'll show it. It's a nice bottle of red wine. I thought it appropriate given you guys were fighting vampires. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those big ones too, right? Like it's, it's, you know, it's right up Zan's alley. Joke. Yeah, do I do I recognize the brand? Have I had it before? No, you have not heard of Blind Serpent. That's interesting. Where did you get that? Part of my travels. I've never heard of that brand. Where is it from? If you run with me, then you'll yeah. be exposed to more <laughs> exotic... All right, guys, yeah. I'm quitting the group. I'm going to go on a line tour. <laughs> Probably travel a little bit more than us. <laughs> just a guess. I just wanted to know where it was from. Not that I needed to go along, but... No, it sounds wonderful. Um, come inside. There's paladins coming. Herman, knows this is a pretty good reason to leave, <laughs> in my experience. I think Herman needs a little bit more rest. And You guys don't look so great yourselves. Everybody I thought this would make a nice <laughs> nightcap for well, the Khan gives a big... Sigh. He looks very tired. We all look tired. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. No, that'd be great. Yes, let's let's have it. So we'll go inside and drink some amazing red wine. Hopefully, all right. yeah, it's good. it's pretty bold and strong. Everybody's like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm ready to sleep, and we're tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does it take long for the paladins to show? 
It doesn't because they you told them right where to go and yeah. it's not that big a town. So you're about halfway through your first glass and suddenly you start hearing noise outside. The gate's been left open at this point. A bunch of Pyrian paladins come in. Calvin, you're used to seeing plenty of Pyrian paladins. It's kind of a law here in a way. And so they, they all have this leather armor and they wear tricorn hats. And most of them have guns on their sides, you know, pistols or uh, occasionally a musket. Max comes in. He's got a couple behind him. One male, one female. Everybody's human that you've seen. Does that goblin hide when they show up? Yeah, it's nowhere to be seen. Hold, what are you doing in, as you wander the house followed um, by just this giant? making some mental notes. Uh, if there's anything of interest, stands out to my curiosity. The place is definitely weird. Huge. It's way too big for this one guy. So he's not even going to miss some of this stuff. He doesn't have a lot of things that you would see as valuable. Mm. A lot of paper, a lot of books, a lot of quills, a lot of ink. Okay. And then there is a good amount of technological things, you know, things that uh, you would expect to see on like a gnomish workshop in principle. Okay. And so that might be valuable, but I wouldn't know what to do with it. Or right, yeah. Put it on I don't, and off know what it, all right. Am I seeing like it looks like the vampires were particularly interested in or something that looks like they messed around with it a lot? It sounds like they're only here for a couple of days, and you don't get a lot of... You walk into rooms, and you don't think anybody's been in that room for years. Like, that's kind of what you're looking at, right? There's, like, a layer of dust on things. And this is a very eccentric guy. Right. Who's very specific about what he wants to do, and what he wants to eat, and what he wants to find things, like, that are completely a mess, but then his bed sheets are, like, folded a certain way. And this whole time, the the mini Hulk is following behind me. He is. He's kind of keeping, kind of lingering behind. He doesn't say much. It kind of creeps you out, you know. Yeah, and, and uh, he's following me. So I'm just to see reaction as I'm kind of walking around and just scoping things out. I'm going to start moving things like a half inch here, and the next thing I'll move like a couple inches out of from okay. where it was. As you move away from it, he walks over, puts it back. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. So, as I'm kind of patrolling the house, I'm going to just periodically move stuff, tilt a picture frame a little bit. So, it becomes like a game for him, and he grins at you, this big grin that comes across his face and reminds you that he was once a goblin. Nice. And puts it back. Feels like he's doing something, but that's it. This is what you normally do around here? Just kind of reorganize stuff and put it back the way it was? It just helps the master. He needs help. Is there a shelf that looks like it doesn't really have a lot of breakable stuff on it? That was a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> What's about to happen? Oh, <laughs> a shelf that doesn't have a lot of breakable stuff on it. Yeah, yeah there's probably a couple. There, there might be shelves that are just empty. Yeah, I'm going to look for one that doesn't have anything that not glass or like any sort of like no mechanica or something. I'm just going to tip the whole thing over. <laughs> he does look a little bit irritated by that one. Yeah, goes over, looks closely at it, and he just says, "Stop that." And sort of like, okay. Put and stuff as he's like uh, reorganizing, putting stuff back up. I'm gonna try and nab one of the quills from one of the other shelves. Okay, throw your stealth. Stealth or sleight of hand? Uh, sl- sorry, sleight of hand. Twenty-four. Okay, doesn't seem to notice. Okay, one quill. <laughs> <laughs> Missions learned <laughs> right. It's for my art projects later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get out a piece of paper and go one quill, and you write it too. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, downstairs, the paladins show up. All right. Kind of running like they own the place. When I know that the paladins are approaching, I don't hide, but I, <laughs> Caliban, discreetly 
makes himself a little bit scarce and is actually tries to find a window to look out to see if he recognizes any of them from okay. his travels. Okay. Yeah, it kind of look out. They all kind of look alike at first. You know, you really have to look closely. And then, in fact, sometimes when it's like there's a male or a female, even then, because they're all dressed the same way and they're, you know, most of them are human and it's just hard sometimes. Sure. Head or, heads or tails of who too, but. Nobody specifically jumps out at you, but then as soon as they enter, you do within this kitchen while everybody's standing, you're kind of off to one side now. You sort of put yourself a little bit in the shadows, and Max Torian comes walking through, and you do know of Max Torian. He's ahead of some order within the church. You don't actually know. You don't care really what, what he's in charge of exactly, but you know that he's trouble. Like, you've known a few people that have sort of have been ended by Max Torian. He's gunned them down or, you know, hung them on a rope because of their crimes. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually starts talking to the group, kind of focusing a little bit on Xenophia. So where's the eye? I have a question for you. How are you going to guarantee that it's not going to get stolen again? We're going to bring it back to the stores and we're going to increase security while the eye is in our possession. But it's certainly going to be safer there than it is going to be in this old house. Well, we're not going to leave it in this old house. Has Brother Thurman come up with a way to destroy it yet? That I don't know. I've been looking for vampires all night. You and us both. Well, we weren't lucky and we found them. Who's your friend over there? He's uh, no one of consequence. I take great offense to that. I am Calgram Freehorn. <laughs> Master of spirits, wine, and ales. Traveled the world far and wide. Perhaps you've heard of me, sir. You're a master of spirits, and you didn't bring in spirits? I pour a glass of wine. The spirits are for later. And I offer <laughs> offer the wine to uh, Max Torian. He seemed to be under the control of the vampire, or like his prisoner? Caliban was. Yes. I don't feel under control. He was bit, too. <laughs> He's just standing there offering the wine. <laughs> As was Cogram uh, Disram. He was also captured and was held downstairs against his will for a number of days, I believe. Almost a week. Which will kind of look to Cogram. So what do you, what do you know, Caliban Freehold? Are you going to take the wine? Thank you, but, but I, no. I turned a hole. And I'm still upstairs. <laughs> oh, he's still upstairs. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there. I just pour it into my mm. larger goblet. More for me, then. <laughs> what I know is my memory is foggy from what I can tell. I was kidnapped, apparently, by vampires, because I'm told that's a thing. And he's going to nod along with everything he says. <laughs> and these brave, brave Motley crew came to the rescue and killed Motley. the head vampire? Yes. Uh, and a few others. Motley crew, that's probably the best description of this yet. Hey, uh, one of the clerics at the Stores of Knowledge was, was affected by that, that vampire, and he seemed a little hazy about the details. Brother Cole? Yes. So, I wouldn't expect him to know anything. So my big concerns are I want to make sure that we secure the eye. Oh, it's secure. What's the eye? It's the artifact that the vampire stole. Or the evil artifact. Yes. Yes. One of his eyes were milky, so he jammed the artifact into one of his eye sockets. That's disgusting. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Max, what would uh, somebody refer to as the fire city around here other than this town? I think that'd probably be this town. This is the city of fire. Fire's heart. So what I'm thinking is happening is he left town, 
was mind controlled, and then he was the escort for the vampire yeah, into to the go city into fire to tower. come back. Yeah, I think that's what he said. So I believe he was taken advantage of by the vampire, charmed, mm-hmm. if you will, and was told to bring him back into the city and then was kept here. Max, that's taken advantage of in not a good way. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> Zan looks like a horrified <laughs> in response to that. Well, you'll keep an eye on him? We have, have so far. May I have the eye? I'm going to be honest. I'm a little reluctant to give it to you. Yeah, quite disappointed in the security of that. Stores of knowledge. What kind of guarantees can we have that it's not going to be taken again? Do you have anything? You're just increasing security around it? What guarantees can you have that it's not going to be taken from you if you bring it to the Blessing and Barrel? We don't. So, since no one has any guarantees, why don't you hand over the eye? Well, Max, from what I've seen from these very capable people, I, I can't imagine a better group to take care of this <laughs> object. I mean, from what I understand, it already escaped you once, right? Well, not me. Just under your watch? <laughs> not under my watch. So what do you think we should do with it, Merc? You want us to hold on to it? We need them to destroy it. I mean, honestly, I do think they'll keep an extra eye on it. I do, too. If we do hand it back, but I'm glad you brought up your point, because I thought the same thing. Keep you informed on what we do with the eye. And maybe, maybe we'll let you be a part of that. It's not up for me. How do you feel about it, Rila? I say give him the eye. But you have the eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean I this eye? The eye? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave it to you. Here. Lucan picked it up with a pouch and you took it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have it. <laughs> I'll give him the eye. Okay. He's got a leather glove on. And he takes it, sticks it into a pouch. Then if you, did you say something about prisoners? Uh, yes, he had these two as prisoners here. I don't believe oh. they are... They were just being held in the manor. Uh, Cogram was being held downstairs. You were in one of the rooms up here on the main floor, it sounded like. At least that's where you woke up. Yep. He kind of snaps his fingers and the other two paladins step out. He says, I was under the impression that we were taking prisoners. Oh. My mistake. No. I'm sorry, Lucan, I apologize. Lucan walks out with one of those paladins, like in a hurry, okay. like one of those two. And he's sure. going to stop one and say, hey, can you guys sense anything off this Caliban guy? From a paladin to a right. paladin. One Did you of, sense anything? One of them says, I checked as soon as they started talking. They know. Okay. Yeah. Lucan gives that a sigh of relief. Thank you. And then he heads back into the room. Good enough. Yeah, yes, he, I'm sorry. I did, didn't mean to say that we need you to take prisoners. But, I mean, did they walk past the bodies when they came in of the vampire spawn? No, it's, there's a few different directions. Okay. And so so they, she'll they direct him that. over to there. These seem to be like townspeople that he turned. They attacked us as soon as we came in the building. Yeah, yeah, I know this one. You kind of start doing the yeah. last rites. Lucan will help with whatever he can. Nothing else in the buildings have been cleared? As far as we know, yes. Is Hold coming around around then? Yeah, Hold, you would hear the paladins. So yeah, you, uh, uh, I would uh, kind of just like clomp down the stairs. And, yeah, it actually looks pretty much unused upstairs. So Is the goblin with him? No. Okay. It does not make himself seen at okay. all. Or right now. Yeah, you see Zan kind of look for him and then kind of, oh, he's not. Okay. Can you let me know if these people had families? Sure they do. If you can let me know where the families are, I'd appreciate it. Sure, we can do that. And they start taking bodies. Paul's going to look around. Where did that bottle of wine come from? <laughs> it's quite good. You should have some. You say that to Max? 
No. Uh, just pointing at the bottom of the room. Max takes that as his cue, actually, and he says, well, good evening, I'm going to get some sleep. Right. Thank you, Max. Thank we'll you, get Max. this into the stores. Thank we'll, you, Max. We'll be in touch. <laughs> Cheers. Nice to meet you, Caliban, Master of Spirits. Are we done with <laughs> the paladins? We're not going to talk about the young vampire that's escorting this older vampire? He, he gave us a vague description. We'll We'll talk about it in the morning, but yeah, we don't know if he's a vampire or if he's just someone point, else. Relop. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just very tired. It's I'm exhausted as well, but the threat is still active. I don't think we should just dismiss the guard for. Here, I, I can go run him down. So Lucano will go run towards Max and explain that there might be a spiky-haired vampire walking around. A young spiky-haired vampire. You see Max like visibly like. So you didn't want to start with that information? Been a long few days, Max. We got kind of a vague description. He was just young-ish with spiky hair and white skin. And large blue eyes. Mm-hmm. That large helps. blue eyes. Okay. That's not a terrible description. I'm going to use disguise self and try and make myself look like him so that he has an idea as to who it looks like. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly the gnome turns into this like vague <laughs> image of what you just described. <laughs> Like, well, does it look something like this? <laughs> well, it's hard to say. It was dark when I saw them. Is he in it's the ballpark? In the realm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Can I give description, like, more yeah. this, more, you know, yep. yeah. nice. lankier, more hunched over, taller? Kind of skinny, sort of. We're going to do a police sketch. Life. Life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the illusionist police sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it works every time. What do you guys want to do now? We just... Sleep, beat. Yeah, let's go back to the van. In, but we're taking this wine with us, right? It's mostly gone. <laughs> by, the you, by the time you I, got downstairs, I'll, I'll pass uh, hold my goblet, which has a double. Yeah, helping it because don't mind if I did. Didn't want his had a double in it. <laughs> Caliban, do you want to come with us? There's an inn with food and drink. Is it a better inn than this one? Yeah. <laughs> it's For an the record. This is not an inn. This is somebody's house. That explains the terrible service. <laughs> <laughs> do you yeah, want to leave a horse and wagon here? You're familiar you? with Fire's Heart, too, so like, yeah. if they were to mention the place, you know, you, you want to come you, to the you, blessing You know, there are basically three places you know of in town, and so they're probably going to mention one of them. I'll buy. Well, I I just hate to leave Herman unattended. The Blessing of Barrel has a stable. Yeah, we can bring yeah, it the, yeah, yeah, that Yeah, that would be great. All right. That would be great. You're buying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help him with the horse and wagon and... Okay. Get him Lucan starts sure. talking about horses and does not stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's a horse freak. So everybody gets to the Blessing Barrel. You've been to Blessing Barrel before. You actually know the owner, right? Perfect. Leo Vidium is his name. And he's a little bit of a gambler and a, and a gunslinger. Does he owe me money? Uh, <laughs> no. You Do might I owe him, him money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it is. Well, when you get there, I mean, it's the middle of the night, right? So there's somebody behind the that sort of comes to the door, but they're not running a tavern at four or five in the morning at this moment. You basically would end up waking somebody up. Sure. But your best bet really right now is to sort of sneak him in because nobody's going to be looking and find, you know, sneak him into a room and then you can officially get him a place tomorrow. You know, it's that early. Looks like you sleep in a view, Hog. I get to be the big spoon. (laughs) (laughs) There are two beds in his room out right. there. I, I look at Xana. I might be staying with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, that seems a bad person option us. Uh, I mean, I, my brother... Uh, no? 
Okay. Uh, I'll lean into Caliban and be like, Lucan likes to keep a really close eye on things. <laughs> <laughs> I've overstepped a line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've noticed that. All right, so Lucan we'll, we'll... goes up to his room and completely passes out. Same. Okay. Alright. Same. I'm assuming everybody's gonna crash. Okay. So everybody's gonna crash. Anything else before we just get ourselves up? Now, you're gonna want to sleep for a while. You're gonna sleep mm-hmm. in late because uh-huh. you're going to bed so late. So mm-hmm. you, you know, people are gonna, gonna get dead. Prepare their spells by Calvin. <laughs> so Merc relops out. Like he hits the pillow. When that guy hits the pillow, he is out. I assume he's sleeping on a chest someplace weird. <laughs> <laughs> Snoopy. And you, you know, you lay down. You're about to go out as well, and you hear. Brother, sorry it's so late this this time. <laughs> sorry it's so late this this time. Oh, it worked out just fine. I hope things are going well in the West. I don't know. Are they going well in Woods End for you? Thingus lignum, you person. You saw it. He's tired too. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Wait, what? That's it. So he actually sends a couple of like back over their short and you can't even think about it too long and you pass out. Alright, so everybody sleeps. What do you need? Eight hours, right? Eight. So we're looking at like like you're going to get up at lunchtime, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine I get up just a little bit earlier than everybody else. Con will get up later than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he say he was coming here? Yeah. See you soon. That's not good. Alright. I uh, start getting my gear ready and I notice... The mug from the other Blessing and Barrel. That's why I'm like, time to get a drink. I'm going to go downstairs with that mug and get some fine ale. The bartender kind of laughs when you walk up and set it down in front of him. Says, where'd you get that? It is Tater. I got it at the Blessing and Barrel. Kind of like pulls at his mustache a little bit and he says, you want to sell that to me? Ah, how much? What's it worth to you? Did I actually even pay for it or did I just steal it? I think you just stole it. <laughs> I think we stole like. I think you put some money on the 75% bar. Seventy-five percent of them and paid for twenty-five percent. The money on the bar was a tip. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. don't get to take the glasses with you. It's true. Says you. Yeah, says you. Unless you're whole. It apparently right. It was post nice day. He wanted a souvenir. <laughs> hmm. Dark How about you pour the ale and then uh, let me think about that for a minute. All right. It'd be fun to put on the bar. You know what I'm saying right here. He kind of points the shelf out behind him. Is there anything else of note on that shelf? No, not really. It's a couple of like a couple of different jiggers and bar stuff. And how close is the the symbols to each other? Not very. They both have angels' wings, but one's a gun pointing at you, the other one has a barrel. Cask. Right. I'll think about it for a minute. I sit the ale out of it. Let me get up and go downstairs and see Mark drinking. What you got there? I got some ale out of the other blessing and barrel mug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this isn't the same, uh... Yeah. That's weird. They want the mug. Imagine that. Probably get a free drink out of it. Yeah, that's interesting. Hey, so your brother? Yeah. The one over in Woods End? Yeah, I know which one you're referring to. Just idle curiosity. Do you got anything of his? The bug that I gave to this room. Be right back. I'm gonna run over to, uh, Cockrum's. <laughs> and ask for that book. Yeah. I just want to give you the book. I'll give it, I'll bring it back to you in half an hour. It's my friend's book. It, like, gets really close to you. Okay. 
half an hour. Half an hour? Fine. And he sort of like, Cogram like walks off like he's pouting and just sort of leaves the book laying there. Doesn't actually hand it to you. I look up at Pitt. I'll be back. Daintily grab the book and run back to the Blessing and Barrel. Okay. There's actually a clock on the wall too and he points at it. I look at the exact time that I pick up the book. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a gnomish uh, clock? Probably, yes. Yep. Those things are accurate. <laughs> so, very accurate. I'm going to get back and try out scrying. Okay. So you cast this new spell, and it's almost like your, your vision gets drawn into the, the swirling orb. Mm. You know, almost like a tunnel that you sort of shoot into, and then everything sort of opens, it sort of tightens up, and then it opens up again. And you are in a large building. It actually reminds you a little bit of cathedral. But it's wooden, like made of like logs and boards. You hear this music that sounds really similar to what you'd heard previously in those cathedrals. You're standing almost like you're in the aisle between a bunch of pews. And you look in front of you and there is this man who, maybe it's because you know that it's Mark's brother, but he looks like Mark to you, you know, in a lot of ways. He's certainly not as tough. He doesn't have the scars. His hair is lighter. He has kind of gray eyes. He's talking to Paladin. Looks a lot like Lucan, that kind of Paladin. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about how he wants to make sure that the Silver Swords know their place. And he runs through this whole speech about how the church is in power here. And those Silver Swords need to recognize that they are not the authorities in Venice. Do I know who the Silver Swords are? Is that something that I don't I've think you would offhand? Okay. Like maybe you know, might be one of those things where Merck might have said that. You know, like at the very you're like, like you know, I might, Merck might have mentioned that before, but like that's what you got. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's kind of what you get out of it. You know, it's a conversation that's discussing this. That the paladin that you talk that he's talking to it, it is human, but like might as well be Lucan as far as what you're seeing. And you really get the impression that this is not a nice guy. Um, Merck's brother. Yeah, and yeah. He's, you know, he's got this sort of nasty streak. He's got a little charisma to him. Mm -hmm. You can see why people might actually be drawn to him a little bit if they could gain something from him. Mm -hmm. But, again, it might be because of what you know. But, like, you know this guy might need to be dealt with at some point. This paladin's completely taking notes and making can make this happen sort of thing. Seems to be a uh, sense that he's questioning. I'll just kind of concentrate on Bishop and, like, for as long as I can, just try and commit his face to memory. Okay. Once it dies out, I'll tell uh, Mark what I saw. Okay. You draw back through all the colors, and then now you're sitting in the blessing barrel again. Well, I found your brother. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's a piece of work. I can told you that. Seems to be in some sort of wooden cathedral. That would make sense. Yeah. Venice Legum and all of Woods Ed is really big on their wood. Okay. He seems to be having some issues with a group called the Silver Swords. Is that a was that ring a bell? Yeah, I was the executive officer there for a minute. Apparently, according to your brother, they need to be taught their place. Which I'm not exactly certain what that means, but I'm like, what do you mean? Like the answer to the wall here is like why would they be need to taught their place? I have no idea. He seemed rather intent with some sort of ill will towards them. That's unusual. They should be, they have been, the enforcement and security for Finnis Lego for a very long time. I, 
decades, if not hundreds of years, and they're ran by the Valins, the other noble family there. Would it be a problem with this other family? The two families are close. Miles Valin, the second, is the commanding officer of the Silver Swords. He's my uncle. My father married the first daughter of Valin. The families are tight. There's no reason for them to be at odds. My brother has done something. Could be. We're heading yeah. that direction anyway. He said something very odd to me last night. Something along the lines of see you soon. Could know that we're heading that direction. Or planning on it. I don't know how, but... I also talked about pulling wings off things. Like a wasp or something, but he was... I know he meant something close to me. I wonder if he meant the solar swords. I should be able to gain more information now that I have this spell. And... Thankfully, this book. Oh, I need to... Up. I'm going to be right back, and I just run out of the... <laughs> <laughs> look at the clock. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, look at the guy. Places to be. <laughs> Caliban, you have had some very nice dreams. Lovely ladies. <laughs> great drinks. And then the dream turned a little bit, and you are a little bit haunted in your dream by that young face, this big blue eyes, fair skin, spiky dark hair. You know, maybe it's the dream. Get the feeling that that guy was in charge of the other one. And that does not feel right to you. And then you wake up. And Hulk's laying there next to you. In the other bed. But, you know, he's... he's you know, I pictured waking up, snuggled in his arms. I'm facing your direction. And how you doing? And apparently he's awake. <laughs> he's just been watching you for a little while, you know. I've just been watching you sleep. <laughs> you, uh, you, I, smell you, you smell okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and the room is horribly stinky, right? Like after a night the, between the two of you, the room is just horrible. <laughs> I just wake up and say, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> Give him a pat on the shoulder and... Gently extricate myself from the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Way to lean into it. I love it. It's definitely time for breakfast. Yeah. Or lunch. So, sounds I good. I don't know. Maybe a bath. I don't know. So you can hear the piano downstairs. Excellent. Food it is. So I'm going to make my way down. And we don't have to role play this out, but I want to see if the inn has somebody that could help clean my wagon out. Okay. Clean the Vardo, because I, I don't like it being all... Sure, they can find like, some people to... Being a little grimy is fine, mm-hmm. but covered in dirt is sure. not okay. Probably be about a, like a gold worth of work. To, like, it'd probably be split between a couple of people, and they'd send some young teenagers in to go clean it out for you. I'm going to make sure they're trustworthy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So make it two gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give them one, and then I'll tell them there's another one if they do a good job after okay. I check. Right, there you go. Zan will make her way down about this time. Lucan, you still sleeping? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a role play sleeping. That sounds good. Right? <laughs> She's not used to praying at noon, but was able to get her spells anyway. Yeah, it's lunchtime. Yeah. They're serving kind of a deviled kidney thing, which is actually very good. Like, you know, it's, it uses a little bit of mushroom. So it's pretty good. Like, it's you're, you're happy a lot of times they just give you a hunk of meat and a hunk of bread or something. And so this is actually somebody cooked this. You know, they, they know what they're doing. So grab a seat next to Caliban. Morning. Morning. Breakfast is on me this morning. Thank oh. you for uh, treating me to a place to stay and getting me that out of that awful place. Are you feeling better? 
feeling much better. Uh, nights and mornings rest will do a lot. Mm-hmm. He can still use a bath, but he does look much better. Like his cool. eyes just look more Is together. he sitting in direct sunlight in any chance? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to do that, yeah. yeah. So you, you might like, talk, raise their hand up to and glints yeah. a little bit at him. Yeah. Like, Alright, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like all sparkly. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> Twilight. Oh, oh yeah, let's do this up. <laughs> Team Caliban. Alright. Well, what is your plan now? What are you going to do? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked, because kind of seem like the brains of the operation. So. <laughs> she kind of looks over at Merc for a second, and she kind of looks back at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Rude. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you that the guy that I was working with to transport something, yes. um, he kind of made off with the thing that we were supposed to transport. Right. Yes. And he had a day's head start on you, right? Yeah. There's going to be some people that are really disappointed if they don't get that delivery. Okay. And I was hoping... I mean, I know you guys have a lot going on, but maybe you could... Steal our coin. Do what now? Do you want to pass and steal our coin? Oh, coin. Sure. <laughs> it's one of his things. He says it to everybody who offers us jobs. I don't know what steal means. <laughs> um, Why you pay us with steal. Oh, armor, yeah. weapons. Yeah, weapons. He... Artifacts, things like that. You don't have any kind of magical items to get rid of, do you? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Coin is fine. What are you looking for? Um, what were you trying to deliver? Well, so we were actually supposed to be delivering a small chest mm-hmm. of coins at the base of the Green Mountains. There's like an orphanage in that area that services the small communities in the area. Mm-hmm. And it was to help fund everything. So if they don't get that... Well, it's terrible. Insight check. Deception. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so roll, roll your deception. I'm going to roll for deception. Yes, yeah, sir. 25. Ooh. Oh, I'm close. 27. Duh. Oh. By two. <laughs> so that doesn't seem right about what he's saying. Why would there be an orphanage along the... It doesn't She's, add up to I'm just you. listening to nodding and pretending like she understands. <laughs> She's not going to give away that she... Oh, Merc is still a taken man. <laughs> oh, we gotta help these orphans. Okay, um, and what does the orphanage need? Well, they just need funds to buy food and clothing for the... There's a lot of rural communities. It's a troubled area. Right. And ends up with... What's the area children. called? What's the city? It's not in a city. It's... Oh, it's the name of the orphanage. Uh, it's the Blackwell Orphanage. So your friend took coffers, like a chest of money to be given to the orphanage? You get it. All right. And you were supposed to go together with him, but then he left without you when you had your whole abduction thing, right? Yeah, I was looking for him, and I, I think he has some nefarious plans for the gold. I, he was talking about some debts he had, so I imagine. Oh, so, we, we need to run this guy down before that yeah, happens. So who is this? Who are we looking for? Well, it's the dude I told you about named Lynch. Oh, right, yes. Hire. Yeah, I, I got a question. Why not just take the gold you're going to pay us? And give that to the orphanage. And then we don't have to chase down this guy. I don't have any gold. We have to get it from lunch. So We can give most of it to the orphanage, but there'll still be enough to compensate. Right, okay. Lucan starts walking down the <laughs> steps and ends up having a seat next to everybody. Alright, so where do you think lunch would go? Crosshair post? If you were going east? I got a bar for lunch. <laughs> Go to a halfling inn for lunch. Fair. Yeah. So, yeah, where would this particular high orc named Lunch go? 
Does he have connections anywhere? Does he have family? I don't think I know that much about him. Do I have an idea of where he might take off to? You know where you saw him last, is what you know. Yeah, it was at the Harris Horse Ranch. The ranch. Okay. That's out on the road, on the way into town. Right. It's just like a half day or maybe a less hours. Yeah, yeah we, we met them on the way here. It's noon now. We'd be there by almost evening time. Would we want to travel on the roads at night? Well, have you met anything here out here that you'd be afraid of at night? Did well, vampires now, I suppose. <laughs> well, we took him out it's at true. night. It's really probably no more than like two hours if you're on horseback. Oh. Oh, oh okay. It's relatively in the Fire's Heart area. Okay. It's oh. just not like in town. Well, at least we can go and ask and see if they know where he went, and then we could go from there. Yeah, but I, th- I thought we could check out the sure check out the scene. Maybe we can. Okay. Yeah, we definitely can go out there and ask for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Get it to go. We're having that right now, actually. This we're, It's a kidney that we're having. We're having lunch, and we're going to go to that ranch and find lunch. Uh, and find more lunch. I just lost my appetite. I pushed my plate away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we'll see when Relop gets back. As long as everyone's on board, we can try to make our way out there. There's orphans at stake here. We need to go. Gone. Yeah. This man's trying to track down some funds for an orphanage. That is amazing. Oh, I want to use Divine Sense on <laughs> Okay. Is it trigger? Uh, it does not. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. <laughs> I was really hoping this is a celestial. Well, it's better than undead. Sure. We'll, we'll make our way out to the ranch. We'll question where this high orc went to, and then we can try to follow the trail from there. Do our best. Is everybody okay leaving the city for a bit? We might have to camp out in the on the roads, but mm. because of our late start. That's the only one right there that's going to have a problem with camping. Uh, mm. I go over to the barkeep and get a cask to go. <laughs> <laughs> cask. Yep. Of just beer? Uh, yeah. Do you guys travel on Actually, no. Oh. <laughs> I want a bottle of that fire whiskey. Okay. So it's a fire water? Yeah. We're going to go with the gold for the whole bottle. Okay, two. Getting two bottles. He thinks about that, and then he slides <laughs> All right, fine. I'll slide a gold for one of them. Oh, nice. Oh. Is he holds, right. uh, getting ready to travel? So do you want or just ready for his day? One no. of the two. <laughs> now I'm prepared for travel. This is breakfast. So do you want to take your wagon with you? I mean, are you guys all on foot? When no, we all, have, no, we, we all have, have horses. horses. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Wow. We love doesn't have horses. No, but he, yeah, he rides he, with one of us. Right. Or, or creates his own. He can ride in have the you ever seen he a can coney? ride in the bardo? The what the? A coney? I, like a giant rabbit? He's not going to pull out the coney and calm yourself. <laughs> Why won't he? It's not in the forest. Did you catch that? Oh. Alright. Right. <laughs> There's a giant rabbit. So we'll wait for yeah, Relop to get <laughs> We'll wait for Relop to get back, we'll wait for his wagon to be cleaned out. I take the mug from the blessing of Merrill and toss it over to the barkeep. There you go. That one's on the house. Give him a wink. Charitable donation from the Merck Foundation. He smiles and kinda looks at it and coughs it up, sets it right up on a, a place of honor. Is then kinda looks at it and she's like, Brother Brackies would be happy that it's here. He apparently knows Leo. Or would Leo be happy that it's here? It's a question for Leo. Tater seems to find it interesting, at least. Caliban, you do notice that she's talking about Leo. You know the guy. Yep. The guy who owns this place. Caliban, can I see your sword? Uh, Mine? No, not at all. It's one of my prized possessions. That Great. It's dark metal, right? Yeah, it's pretty. It's so kind of a dark unique. steel. I mean, unique from what you're used to, right? You know, It's got a very elaborate hilt. He kind of shows it to Merc, too, and he's like, check that out. This is the the dark iron look at all like the adamantine. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe it might possibly be. 
similar, but not necessarily the same. Like, yeah, it's hard to say. A lot of things mined in the West are have a darker sheen than the stuff that comes from Lucite lands. As he's looking up the sword, says, Caliban, do you play any instruments? Empty wine jugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And you don't sing or anything? Well, depends on how early in the evening it is, but okay. generally, no. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. All right. Do you sing? No, no. My sister does, though. Is that a fact? Uh, a little. Usually depend on the drink as well. She's like perfect pitch. <laughs> well, I would love to hear you sometime. Well, Relot plays a lute, too. Yes, he's our resident bard. So have you been up north, like in the mountains and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I've, some of my trade routes go up there. Really? Have you been like to the Gnome City and everything? Rotterdam and the like. I want to say yes. You I'm actually so. a huge fan of the gnomes. Yeah. I love the. <laughs> they make the automatons. Oh, I know, right? And she'll reach into her satchel and she'll pull out this little mechanical owl. What that is she has. that? Has Lucan seen me? I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't um, think he has. No. When did you get that? I got it at a crosshair post at that tinkerer shop, and she'll kind of like play around. She'll like turn the wheel on it, and it'll start moving and flapping its wings. Does it fly? Spin. No, it just kind of maneuvers on the bar, like on the bar and it just kind of oh, does oh, stuff. That is awesome. <laughs> Where did you get that? In the crosshair post, there's one of the stalls has a, a gnome tinkerer. He has a number of different little items like this. I'm going. I did not know you picked one of those up. No, it was kind of a last minute thing. Yeah, did they have other very, animals too? very cool. He did, actually. Yes. I was trying to find something like a music box type situation because that was the first time we ever saw one of those gnome pianos and she'll point to the corner where the mechanical piano is. Check out uh, Zan's broom. I don't actually have it anymore. Relop has it. but Relop has it? Okay. Yes. Okay. We did pick up a broom of flying from them. A what now? A broom of flying. You know, like witches get on the broom and fly off. Gnomes apparently thought it was funny and figured out a way to do it. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Why would you not have that? We have it in the, our group kind of satchel so that anybody who needs it can use it. It wasn't something to be capitalized just by me. Oh, there's a... Okay, so somebody... Somebody here has Yes. It. Oh, okay. He's just... He's coming back shortly, I think. Hey, uh, Caliban, are you... Are you a Deladin? Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's cool. And so you said you were kind of from just around. Were, do you know where you were born, or were you just kind of wandering? I was orphaned at a young age. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and I sort of... Just kind of made my way from family to family for Glad a number of years. Glad to see you want to help out other orphans. I think that's very honorable. That must be why you have a soft spot for them. I just have a soft spot for orphans. Zan. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. Me, <apparently. laughs> Evil people. <laughs> I hate those orphans. <laughs> oh. That's it's Cruella DeVille right over here. Who doesn't like orphans? Siblings. Right, yeah. Yeah. Can I check and see how the uh, Vardo is coming? Are they. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it'll take them a couple hours to really, like, give it a good clean. So it depends on how clean you want it. So I'll I'll come back and say, if if you guys want to hang out and wait until that's ready, we can pack whatever we need to in there. All right. We can take that. Otherwise. If we get you this coffers back, you're probably going to go straight to the orphanage, right? You're not coming back here, so we shouldn't. Should let you leave That's at right. whatever level you want to leave at. Yeah. Okay. So we'll let them clean it as long as they need to. Okay. Plus, so plus whatever time it takes for Relop to get back. And yeah, Relop comes in before that thing's going to be clean. Okay. We're waiting for that. So I'm going to ask Leo. Um, he's at the bar, right? Yeah. Uh, he 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 he's typically not at the bar. There's there's a bartender, but oh, okay. he, but yeah, he 
he kind of comes in and out. Um, and so he, yeah, he well, does, when he comes through, he does show it. up while he's sitting there waiting for the cleaning of the Vardo. So he walks through and he's got his kind of long coat and a couple guns on each side and kind of stops and smiles. And I know you. Well, of course, you know me. We've done business. Sure. We've done pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Zan's eyes go wide at that. She's like, <laughs> we've played cards. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because you haven't seen this guy smile as much. Like, he's usually pretty dour in his demeanor, but he does smile at this guy. So, what brings you into the Blessing and Barrel? I, I thought you might have been at the Runnegate or even at the boarding house. Well, fate seems to have brought me into the company of these good people, and uh, I was just curious to get your take on them. Are they a trustworthy lot? Well, I haven't run into any of the issues so far. I appreciate the patronage. No issues with, you know, cheating on cards or anything like that that we found. Holg, are you down here, right? Yes. Kind of gives Holg a little bit of a look and a smile and then looks back at Caliban. Have you met this man a number of times? Oh, yes. We go back. He ran afoul of some of that stuff we were looking for last night, and we we managed to save him. Ran afoul? I ended up an involuntary guest at a much less reputable keep. (laughs) (laughs) Sporting house. What, no, I'm it's sorry. not the sporting house. <laughs> what is the sporting house? I've never heard of it. Oh, you don't have any interest in that place, darling. You're, mm-hmm. yeah. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might. Have we seen that? Like walking around? Do we mm-hmm. know what it is? No, you haven't heard of the sporting okay. house. Mm-hmm. Caliban knows what that is. I'm a little more curious about it now, too. <laughs> Zane's going to trust least... Leo knows that she isn't going to care about it. I'll leave that to your friend. Yeah. And kind of turns to the bartender. Get him around. Gives you a handshake and then sort of goes back and he was he was on his way into the building for some reason. He's gonna continue on. What is the sporting house? Uh it's maybe not really for someone of your persuasion. Um, clerics? Reputable. I mean fun haters leading towards It's not your uh, kind of sport, is what I'm guessing. Probably you and your brother. People that have personal attachments to legal things. Well, that Runagate Inn is supposed it's, to be... It's, it's a house of leisure. Oh! oh. <laughs> yes, I am definitely okay. checking this out later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I mean, that would make sense for this place to have one of those. Sure. It's just... Yeah, it's the best one. I mean, oh. there are others. So you, have, you, you have a ranking? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Hold some personal records. <laughs> a, world, a world record, maybe? I pull out she my newly acquired quill. Do tell. <laughs> this giant feather quill comes out of nowhere. And they are. <laughs> but anyway, this is not the time for this. Right, no. <laughs> of course not. I'm sorry. She's really while you're waiting too. If you wanted to get a, a bath, they don't have like a full bathhouse in the place, but you'd be able to acquire... A little bit of cleanup while, yeah. you're, while you're waiting for the... They're cleaning up your wagon. You might as well clean yourself up, too. So. I like it. So is he going somewhere else to do that? Is he leaving the... Inn? Yeah. Well, no. Within the building. <laughs> Upstairs. Yeah. Zan gets heartbroken. Yeah. No. <sighs> they have people. They <laughs> well, I was waiting until he left to tell everybody what the mission we're going on is not right. <laughs> what do you mean? Excuse me? It, the, there's no reason an orphanage would be over there. He's, he's lying to us. But I don't know what he needs he... this money for, but it's not an orphanage. Why would a guy that wasn't an orphan lie about helping orphans? Because <laughs> he's a thief. Maybe, oh. I don't know. It, 
I don't know exactly what his demeanor is. Everybody's got their secrets. No, I mean, he carries a rapier. Sure. And, uh, I don't know. There's just something about him. He's clearly not a, he's not a fighter. He's not like Khan and I. I was thinking he was a bard, but he says he doesn't sing or play any instruments. Could be lying, but we haven't seen him fight either. He could be quite adept with the weapon. That doesn't Um, mean you're not adept with it. He's not... It's not like us, is what I'm just, trying to say. Like, he's clearly not a fighter. Noble? Just so you all know, too. Listen, buddy. I've known nobles that are that carry weapons like that for just, personal defense. Just so you know, I did try to sense if it was a vampire or anything. He wasn't a vampire. Uh, I gleaned some sunlight at his face. It didn't work, so. Okay, so we assist him, but keep an eye on him. Yeah, I mean, if we we get what we're looking for, he may not stick around long. Okay, so you're telling me not to get attached. I get it. (laughs) Well, what if we just confront him now? To what end? Yeah, he'll just get defensive and leave. Let's uh, confront him after we get the gold. He'll be a little more forthcoming at that moment. Also, that reminds me. Hey, Dater, you hear anything about those uh, those people that got uh, got taken out at the keep? Last night? Any word about that around town? I heard that something happened at the... Disrum Manor. Right. Did you hear about anybody that didn't survive there? No, I mean, nobody I knew. Okay. Have a good way to get a hold of Max? You know, Leo might be able to contact him, I suppose. Well, I gotta do it on a hurry. What do you need? There's a debt to be paid. So tell him that you're gonna give him money? Not Max. I'm a little confused. What am I telling Leo? Tell Leo I need to get a hold of Max. He has information that I need. All right. I'll let the boss know. All right, so you've been privy to most of this. So we fill in Relop. Are you what okay? Do you, what do you feel like doing, Relop? I don't, I don't care. We'll come help him. All right. Just want to make sure everyone's on board. We'll wait for him to get back from his bath when his wagon is clean, and then we'll go. You can ride in the wagon if you'd like. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to start describing telekinesis. Maybe, you know, maybe an hour. All right. So... He comes um, back. Well, before I head down, I was going to check, sure. is Leo's office upstairs? Um, it is not. It's actually on the main floor. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would try and discreetly make my way in just to see if I can knock on the door before I rejoin these guys. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they. you're going to go into the main room to get there. Are you okay with that? Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, oh, I'll be back. And, you know, yeah. So kind of walk. You see you do, guys, you yeah. can see him walk through. His hair's kind of wet. All put together, his hair's braided properly. And he kind of slips into the back room while the bartender's not looking. I just want to ask. Yeah. He kind of like opens the door and kind of looks around like, how did he? <laughs> yeah. What, what 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 can I do for you, Caliban? So, you know that guy that runs around with the Runagate's lunch? Mm-hmm. They put me on a job with him. Okay. That's not a, probably a very good idea. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. He went missing and he's got something that I need and... I didn't know if you've heard, have you heard anything about him being in town or moving around in the city? I haven't. Is this something the Runagates want from you? That's the idea? Like yeah. the item that he has is theirs? I don't know that I'd hang in town very long. Yeah, I don't intend to. <laughs> That's why I gotta find him. Do they know you're here? I hope not. Well, I won't be the one to tell them. Thanks. I slide him a gold. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, kind of, no, 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 no. He might need that. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I will keep an eye out for lunch. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Bald high orc. That's mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you hear anything and we're back here, let me know. What skill set did that kid have 
that they sent him with you? I don't know. He talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what old he had over them or I don't know what their situation well, was. Yeah, he kind of, and he sort of detracts a little bit. He's like, all right, all right. I don't want to know. Hey, you're, you're right. I'm, I'm not going to listen. <laughs> more information than I probably need. I'll keep an eye out for him. I think if you get these people to help you, I think that that might be in your best bet. They seem, I don't know them all that well, but they seem to be pretty reliable and loyal when they're on your side. They seem ready to do some good in the world. So we're going to go do that. Thanks, man. So, and then I rejoin the group. All right. Comes walking out, kind of like, just kind of swinging doors, like pushes these swinging doors out, walks into the into the hall, like he's ready for the world, and you're all like, what are, are we supposed to leave now? What's happening? <laughs> and then one of the teenagers who was cleaning the wagon shows up not too long after that. So there's a few things here and there, but I, I didn't think you wanted it all day. I wanted us on it all day, so we did what we could to kind of get it clean. There's a few things that might be details you know later but well, you tell let's us go if check it out the two gold assuming everything looks good then i'll, I'll pay him the other gold. Okay. we'll follow him out to go out to the stable start getting our horses ready when you see it it's you know it's not perfect but like considering the mess that it was you're kind of like you know what i don't know that i cannot pay these kids like it seems pretty good <laughs> like maybe i could get it get somebody to detail it a little bit more too but seeing as how you feel like you have somebody to chase this is good enough for now Sounds maybe you'll clean it up and they didn't take anything that was hidden. But that was the important thing. You can't go through and like, start checking things out and nothing in your compartments is not where it's supposed to be. All right. Well, are you oh, guys everybody ready to go? Ready to go so. find that gold? All right, to the ranch. You go through this stone wall, uh, eastern wall of Fire's Heart, and it's manned by paladins. There's actually less on the wall than there were previously. And head east, you remember going by that ranch, you kind of have an idea of where it is. If you move quickly, you could probably be there in just over an hour. The wagon might slow you down. Yeah, so you're like, how fast can this cart go? More like the two-hour range. You're probably going to get there somewhere in the realm of 3.30, 4.30 p.m. Somewhere in that. Nothing really spectacular happens along the way. Everything seems pretty normal. Relatively sunny day. And as you get a little bit close to where the ranch is, there's kind of a mist on the road, which is an odd thing at this time yeah. of day. Especially if it's sunny out. This isn't comforting. You go a little bit further, the mist gets thicker. Oni's divine sense. Meanwhile, in Barovia. Ooh. <laughs> Does my divine sense trigger anything? 60 feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. This game's going curse of straw. A couple hours into it, you come up on the gate of this Harris Ranch. It's a little bit off-road from the main road. You you found it and kind of knew approximately where it was. Caliban specifically was familiar with the place. It's, right. it's definitely a milestone in a sense. And so when you get up to the gate, it's almost like you're in a fog. Hello, we're just looking for lunch. He's not lying. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that accent come from? <laughs> Nobody's manning the gate. It's just it's a gate at the front of our ranch. So uh, what anybody seems to be there. Did anybody man it last time? Because we sold some horses to them. They came to find us on the road. We didn't yeah. come yeah, to the ranch we itself. Didn't come to the ranch. Do you know any people here, Caliban? Do I know people here? You know of his name's Jeb Jeb Harris. They call him Farmer Jeb. It's kind of the, the nickname. You don't really know him, know him, but you know of him. Like you would recognize him if that's just a friendly passerby kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, you know, somebody who's got money and you know of most of the people who have money in, in the Fire's Heart area. Just the farm family. 
Okay. Raise horses. They have, you know, they have hands. Oh. There's a, it's, it's a pretty big enough place to where there's lots of people that are hired hands, but sure. otherwise, is, we just go right on. Right. Is the gate locked? Is it, is it like a farm gate or is it just a? It's like a big post that you. There's nothing actually like locking okay. it. You could just move it out of the way. Okay. And move your horses in, and then move it back right. if you wanted to. Let's just yeah, do that. let's do that. Okay. This is really strange. It, it is. Should, I should be able to guide them to where I last saw lunch. Oh, right? yeah. I'm sorry. So when you got to this gate, that's pretty much where you had been. Oh, yeah. okay. This is where you saw that. Pretty close to that. We get a little further in. I'll see if I can. Like sense you just see the Harris Ranch sign in your memory. How far away can we see before it gets cut off? Maybe twenty feet. We'll all ride really close to the wagon. Make sure we stay tight. He's holding us a meat shield. <laughs> I'm comfortably <really> strong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll ride. Glad you're further up the road. You come across a barn, mostly just been this road, and there's a few trees here and there. And from the end, this mist is just not letting up. And you come up to this big barn, and the road you're on sort of runs into it, and then continues on. I want to get up close to the barn and use divine sense. Okay. You sense fiends in the barn. There are fiends in the barn. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> you make it all bile. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's distressing news. Hey, real up. Is this fog magical? <laughs> Is this fog magical? It does not seem natural to you. Put it that way. I'm assuming some form of magic. I'm not going to be able to identify it, but it's not. There should not be fog in this neck of the woods. Got it. Guys, ready to. Open this barn door. Sure. Let's go kick it in. I'll follow you. Lucan gets all the horses in the wagon and kind of gets them all prepped to ties them off somewhere. Not too far away. Everybody gets ready to open the door. Calvin, do you want to come with or do you want to stay with your wagon? Uh, you should stay with us probably, huh? Well, I, yeah. We're going right. to find out what happened to lunch. All right. I lost my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you did, but also don't forget. That's uh, not gonna keep giving. Well, the last stuff. time you came out here by yourself happened, so you know you were yeah, given to a vampire. It's not good, right? Okay, just wanted you to make sure I didn't want to drag you into a barn full of fiends without your permission. So, thank you for coming along. All right, and so everybody draw weapons and be ready. Okay. All right. Who's opening the door? Casting yeah, major armor. I uh, okay. yeah, <laughs> major armor. I take. The sword and run my, and cut the back of my arm again. I want to do a quick check at Caliban and see if he looks scared. Like an insight check. Okay. Like if he's going to sure. see if he's going to try to run off. I rolled a, a six. Yeah, that's not normal. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to run. No, I'm just kidding. Even at a six. Run towards the fiends. <laughs> Let us away, Herman. <laughs> he's <laughs> hey, he's, all of our he's licking his lips and horns are growing from his head. Yeah. All right, so Merc and Luke are going to open the giant barn doors, I assume. All right, so yeah. rolls across, and you hear, you know, I mean, it's not quiet when you open a barn door. It just kind of slides across, and all this creaking, and everybody sort of stands there waiting to fight. You hear halter chains moving and the whinnying of horses, and just, like, the, you know, breathing, like, and nothing comes out. Everybody's got their weapons ready. You're ready for this fight, and nothing Comes your way. Can I roll perception to see if I see anything unusual? Sure. I rolled a four. Okay. <laughs> the mist is a little less thick inside, and nothing seems to do, be coming your do way. Do the horses look like they're the fiends? Are they frenzied? And you, well, you have to step out? in, right? You're not really seeing yeah, horses. Yeah, we'll step you know in. I mean? Yeah. So you come in, and there are some stalls. It's set up for horses. 
like I said, you hear these halter chains kind of pulling, and you, you hear some like hooves clomping on the ground and that that kind of thing. And there's a couple of horses in there. Like once you get close, Lucan, you walk up and you're you're trying to check stuff out, and like something hits the side of the wood, right? But it's all stalled out, right? There, whatever's in there is in the stall. That apparently can't immediately get you, but it hears you, and it sort of like hits the wood, and everything sort of echoes inside. Birds kind of fly around up in the in the rafters, okay. and you kind of look over and look in. There's a, a foal, this young horse, and it has eyes that are sort of almost have a glow to them, and it actually has a couple of little horns sort of sprouting on its what side of its head. In the world. And there's something about its nose that doesn't seem right. It's not exactly horse-like. <sighs> When it sees you, it sort of like slams itself against it, kind of, you know, raises up and its hooves hit the side of it. And it sort of walks around and comes back. It sees you, it doesn't like you, and it doesn't know what to do because it can't actually get out of the space at this point. This horse has been turned. Oh, it was always that way. Could be. Seems like there might be a profit in that if you really think about it. We need to probably put it out of its misery. And as you're talking about it, another one slams on the other side. Like there's a few of them. That are like people kind of walk around and look around. There's, uh, there's a few horses that are real horses, normal horses that are sort of on one side mm-hmm. of the place, and they're skittish. Yeah. Okay. And, but then there's four within the room. There are four of these foals that are not normal. Zan. All right, these are chained up. Do we need to deal with them right now? There's, I mean, it's horrible what's happened to these animals if they've been turned or changed, but they're just chained up here. We don't have to deal with them right now, do we? I would point out we should probably be more worried about whoever has the power to keep these chained up. Right. I also, suggest we should look around before we... We really need to find one. ...commit to violence. Right. What if we find the person and he releases them on us? Then it's kind of the same, right? <laughs> no, we can <laughs> take them all. Then we, we deal just, with it when it happens. We can just get rid of them now. Let's get them out of their misery. This is not good. How do you know they're miserable? Maybe they're happy being evil. Well... How did we kill them without them attacking us? They seem very aggressive. I'll open the door and stay at its chain's length. And when it comes at me, I will stab it. All right. Let me do it with one and see how it goes. Actually chained in there, though. Yeah, that's what I, I wanted oh, to... I'm sorry. Were these chained? I wanted to investigate the... See the mechanism, what's holding them in. Yeah, it's it's more like they're just closed in with, with oh, the doors, oh, you know. Okay. Halter chains, like the idea that like, they might have like a... I'm sorry. I thought they were, like, chained to a wall that were stopping them from. Okay. So, do you want to go into the pen with one and try to kill it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is where the con dies. I'm going to go over to the door and be keeping an eye out for anything coming up behind us, because the last thing I want is to be trapped. I'm liking Caliban's plan, so I'm going to stand back there. I'll stay nearby so that if I need to, like, warding flare, I can. Yeah, I think we're all near. Yeah, we're near. I'm just at the edge of the... I mean, I'm just keeping an eye out for anybody. It's definitely out. disturbing and breaking Lucan's heart to see these things. So yeah, he'll try it. He'll open the door. Okay, so one. but you're the only one fighting it. I don't know. Zan's right at the one. door nearby. So we'll see how it goes. Out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucan, roll your initiative. We're gonna open the All door. Right. So stab the horse in the face. It comes. It this. comes at you, and you're standing there with your sword in hand, and you go first. All right, let's old yeller this thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to take a swing. His his sword lights up. He does not look excited. 26 hit. A lot. A lot. (laughs) It's a baby. 29 points of damage. So you see him, this thing comes up, and he just, his sword 
lights up, and as he hits, the light just sort of bursts with his extra pulse of energy, and the horse kind of lets out a, a huge, like, scream. Ooh. And it sort of bounces it back a little bit, and when it does that, you can all see, like, like fangs on it when it, it, it curls its teeth back. Now they know we're here. It's gonna, it's gonna come back at you. It is gonna hit. So it comes. It basically just pounces back at him, and its teeth are gonna sort of sink in. And you know, oh. as it's like hooves are like trying to claw at the same time. So you're basically getting hit with a, a little bit of both, I guess. I use my shield. I use my shield. <laughs> Gets you for seventeen. Ooh, um, it is piercing damage that you're taking. Kind of gives out a yell. All right. Thing comes in. Why didn't I tell you a second time? Dumb. <laughs> oh yeah. I was so distracted. He didn't like it. So distraught. Very reluctantly having to kill. Uh, but it's yeah, your turn. Fine. Yeah. I'm gonna jump in. This okay. is. I think I would too. Relop just yells back. How's that mercy killing coming? <laughs> <laughs> So we're just, just hacking. We're just going to start, start, <laughs> start back with Lucan. So Lucan, you go ahead. And All right, <laughs> take a swing. Twenty-two hits. Fine, smiting. Even Muppets like Evil did two up in here. Twenty-three points of damage. Second attack. Second <laughs> attack. <Hey. laughs> All right. So that sword comes in, same thing, just like this light hits it, and again, it just sort of bounces it back. And it's funny because it, it moves a little bit, almost like a wolf or something, where. You know, looks like a horse, but it just moves differently. Okay. It's taking another swing. Fifteen? It does. Alright. Thirteen points of damage. No device. Alright. Comes in, slices the sword in, and this thing's on its last leg, but it's gonna just strike at you with its last chance. Warding flare. Enough to hit? Yep. That happened last time, too. Joke's on us. It has a plus twenty. It literally has to roll. And again, you take... It's actually twenty this time. Oof. Oh. Right. And it comes in, just clamps into you with this. Something looks so strange to you because it's this horse face, and but it's got these fangs, like, and then just pulls as you sort of pull back from it and rips blood spewing Jeez. from your arm. Hmm. Mark can be traumatized. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is going terribly. I came yeah. in with a big old forehand chop. Was a natural one. That'll miss. Uh, second attack. You cut Yeah. <laughs> that was just a was a natural twenty. Jeez, are you kidding me? <laughs> Swing D awesome. twenty. There are other numbers on that die. <laughs> Good insight, Tyler. Nice job. <laughs> oh, I get to read all that. That's true. That's uh, twenty-one. Really bad with math. I'm yeah. I'm all right. So it you know sort of pulls back, and it's almost got like a piece of Lucan in its mouth. <laughs> and Merc comes in and goes to strike, and basically like it sort of turns and opens its mouth. You know, Destiny sort of comes flying in, catches it right in the middle of the mouth, you know, sort of slices up its face. And as it does that, for the first time, you see it actually bursts into flame for just a second. Like, the sword, like, comes in and goes in the middle of the strike, and then the face is basically split in half, and it flops to the ground in this sort of meaty mess. So, new plan. We're not doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Should I bring up on Lucan Thanks, Mark. What'd you take in that? About 30-something. 37. 37. She's going to heal. Oof. Wow. Wait, we have a group of six. Maybe we shouldn't just let one dude take on something. <laughs> we oh. did advise against it. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Three of you guys smoking cigarettes in the back. 
So, Mark, do we see any activity coming from the direction of the house? You do not. Again, okay. it's still foggy. Yeah, I know. It's not. limited visibility. 21 healing. God says, thank you, Sam. Sure. She's, like, trying to, like, pull you out of the... <laughs> from underneath the meat pile of this not, thing. That's not how I expected that to go. I was kind of worried that's how it was going to go. I do like the notion that it was uh, Lucan that did that, right? The, yeah. the horse lover. A right? nightmare horse attacking him. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to walk over to see the aftermath of that and just be like, man, sorry you had to do that. Thanks. I mean, horses are special animals. That that That's heartbreaking. <laughs> it is. There is something about it that is. horse, too. You know, when you, it just didn't look all horse or something weird going on with it. This is very crazy. Other than that, uh, you know, beyond the fiend thing, you're just... We do need strange. to take care of these, but I guess maybe we do do this later. Maybe on the way out in that arrange so that they can't attack us like this? I mean, I do have a bow, so I could just pick them off in, later on. In theory, I have my gun and we could shoot them, but it'll only take, you know, like 40 oh, wow. rounds because how many hits from you? You had the sword going full bore, too. Not quite full bore, but it was trying to make it quick. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. We'll deal with these later. All right, let's make our way to the ranch house. Yeah, let's do that. Get back out and get back on our horses and keep going. How far is the ranch house from here? Because sometimes you can just... I mean, you got to assume it's close, but the visibility is not so... I'm curious, what do they feed a fiend horse? Is it just... Is it fiendish hay? (laughs) (laughs) Is it just regular hay? It's evil It's hay from hell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Children. Orphans. Infernal. Not orphans. There's just a big orphan fiend. (laughs) A fiend going on. Yes, there is. Yeah. So, everybody gets sort of back on the road and moves on. I'm assuming you close the yeah. barn behind you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You come up to a house. It's a pretty large house. Wooden. Just, you don't see a lot of wooden structures in this area. Everything seems to be made of stone. But in this case, a lot of wood here. Caliban, you kind of know that that indicates a little bit of wealth around here. Wood is expensive in this area. But there doesn't seem to be anyone outside of the house when you walk up on it, it's, you don't see anybody walking around inside necessarily. But again, visibility is kind of terrible. I'm going to dismount, try to just go up and kind of do like a perimeter around the house. Or mm-hmm. at least get up on, I'm assuming, some sort of porch area to see if I can see any sort of movement. Yep. Yeah, there's actually a porch that pretty much runs the whole building okay. know, all the way around. Go ahead and roll your investigation. We've got to roll it with a, a disadvantage, sorry, because of the that fog. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> they match. Back, that's back to normal. You thought you found the bad guys, and then it was actually just a free ah. <laughs> What so are you I'm, doing up here? That's, <laughs> that's foreshadowing. Yeah. I'd like to walk up to the front door and see if it's locked. Okay. It is currently locked, yes. So uh, I was also going to go to the front door. So Merc is standing right next to you, apparently. Heavily breathing in your ear. No. <laughs> what are you doing? Lovingly. <laughs> Let's try this. And I just mildly bang on the door. Well, when he knocks on the door, I'm going to call out, Jeb, are you in there? You definitely hear some movement inside. Nobody answers back. And are we seeing any of the ranch hands around anywhere? Mm-hmm. Or it's That's, just No, it's, you haven't. Which is a little weird. You probably should have, but you have not. Get fed to the demon ponies. I'll communicate that. Like, I've been here before. There's usually a lot of people yeah. working and moving about. So this is... No good, no good. Have you been around the entire building, Hulk? Uh, yeah, but nothing really going on around outside here, so... 
Marco, use divine sense at that front door. Asking you don't ever say that you have a sense of desecration. Lucan so, says, um, yeah, I sense this place has been desecrated. Well, it wasn't like this when I left it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. This is not good. We well, sold horses to these guys not too long ago. We really got two choices here. We can burn down both buildings with the fire, purify it. Or we go on and see if we can find out some more details. And just in case there's innocent people in there, we, we need to just go in and investigate. Okay. Well, I lean back and kick the door in. Nice. With a roll of one, watch. I to pick the locks, but... <laughs> yeah. oh, I got a 15. We'll we have see. a merc. I'm not great at it. We have like a SWAT battering ram. That's just fighter. Smash your door. Caliban, uh, his nickname is Merc the Strong. Just an FYI, you know. <laughs> so what, what, what just played out is I was getting out my thieves' tools. I was getting ready to pick it, and he kicked the door down. Exactly. Like, <laughs> What's okay. happening inside? Okay, okay. <laughs> And I got a 15. You're like, okay, oh, put those back. <laughs> Door busts open. See? Universal Roll. key. Universal key? <laughs> Roll your initiatives. Oh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Even better. So, what you have, you're going to step into the room, and there's basically a group waiting inside. They're apparently not undead, because you would have seen that. But they basically look like ranch hands. But they're clearly... Not ranch hands. They have this, this sort of vampiric look. They act hissing at you, and they're re- like, and they're ready to attack. But they are apparently not undead, and so maybe and they're not some, even fiends or anything. Must like. be some level of nope, nope. They must be some level of vampiric control. Some of them actually have weapons in their hands, and so it'll look a little bit different. But it's kind of weird because you suddenly have these vampiric ranch hands. That, how, that how many other? Is there are six of them total. So when you step into the room, they're basically just standing. It's almost like a front room, like a living room sort of thing. And they have set up some furniture to kind of sit behind. And some of them actually, there's a couple of rifles that you can oh, see. my lord. And continuing the Lucan nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Caliban, you're going first. So you basically walk into this doorway and there are, it, the mist is not that bad in here. You know, most of it's outside. And sure. so... You can see six of them total. Four of them are kind of behind furniture that have been turned over. And then two of them are actually to the sides of the door. Like they're just waiting to pounce. But you sort of step in and you're going to be able to move before they do. Since I'm by the door, am I engaged with you, these you, two? You are not technically engaged. So like if you wanted to move elsewhere or whatever, but you could be clearly within your 30 feet of movement. Okay. So you could engage with one of them easily. Can I get to one of the ones that has a rifle? You could, yeah. And yeah. My goal is to get next to somebody where there's not another enemy within five feet. So if somebody's soloing. Kind of so, soloing. yeah, I think what you could do is you could, they have sort of a, their version of a sofa so that they pushed in front of them, right? <laughs> and they've got a couple rifles that are, I think what you could do is just sort of like very quickly dart up towards the side of that thing. Okay. To where there's a guy on the other side of him, but there's nobody next to you, and you would be on. Okay, so I will bonus action dash. Okay. So I have 60 feet of movement, mm-hmm. and then I'll run to that guy that you mentioned. Okay. I will attack him with my rapier. Okay. Oh, that's a bad one. So it's a 13. 13 actually hits. Hit a ranch hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vampiric ranch hands. Vampiric ranch hands. 
So since we're isolated like that, I get my sneak attack damage. Yep, you got it. Anybody figured out what his class is? Yeah. <laughs> I class told you was a special mage. Mage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a sorcerer. All right, with sneak attack. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so thirty Three. damage. Nice. <laughs> All right. So comes in and. You basically just see him leave you, right? Merc's standing right there. He just busts through the door, and suddenly Caliban sort of steps oh, through yes. him and just runs over to the side and kind of whips blade out and just sticks it through the side of this rifleman and sort of pulls it back out. Now, the rifleman doesn't immediately drop, but you see him, like, bangs show. But, like, <laughs> you feel like you got a good piece of this guy. Like, like you almost feel like this rapier might have popped out the other side of him, and you pull it back out, and blood kind of spews out when you retract it. I have fancy you have footwork. The option to it... step out of it, yeah, right? So, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. So I will duck around the corner mm-hmm. if, if there's a corner to duck around. <laughs> you know, you could step the guy's so, foot off. <laughs> so you step. So yeah. So what happens is you step into the family room, right? If you think of it that way, you do this step, and then he does this sort of whipping around, and he kind of like you end up in the kitchen behind them all. Like, you just leave, you know, I mean, you're in the doorway, but sure. you, you basically step around the corner there so that you're using the door as a little bit of cover. You're giving whole bad ideas. <laughs> so. Go in, stab, go to the kitchen, and then just eat a drink. Go have a snack. Mm-hmm. I am definitely tempted to rifle through the cabinets right now. That was not the time. <laughs> so he come in, stab, and then he left. Can I go engage the one that he attacked and another one at the same time? Yeah, we, instead of going to the side like he did, you're just going to walk straight to the sofa, attack that one, and then the other one's right there. They're behind the sofa. Do I have enough movement to get up and over the sofa? Yeah. I would just do that. Okay. So they're not behind the sofa. I'm assuming these guys have rifles. Yes. Yeah, we'll put a stop to Yeah, that's why he picked on that one. He wanted to get rid of this rifle. I had the one that he hit. Well, 24 hit. Mm-hmm. 14 points of damage. And then, so he gets a stab, he kind of looking at whatever, just ran through the room, and then you give him another stab, pull it out, and it kind of looks down at this wound. It should have taken him out, but there's something going on with this, these guys, and so he looks up at you and bears his teeth. I am again. Okay. And I miss. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and just sort of stick it into the Yeah, I mean, it was a natural one, so. All right. Alright, so he is going to turn and he's basically sticks the muzzle of the musket at you. He's going to try to take a shot. So he's rolling a lot of dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to roll for all of them, right? There's six yeah. of them sitting mm-hmm. there. Are they all go? So you walk in, take a swing at this thing, and then they both turn on you and shoot. And then the other two on the other side pull muskets on the other uh, behind the couch over there. So they end up with four muskets in the room. They shoot your direction, and then the ones that were at the door actually converge on you too, and they go in just and pull swords and like stab at you. Every single one of them misses you. So this giant, <laughs> giant explosion happens in the room as four muskets go off, and two swords are kind of coming in your direction, and you basically stand there like Pulp Fiction and like look down at yourself. Get <laughs> the bullet holes all around. And you're okay. And it's Hulk's turn. Got him in one spot for your Hulk. Merc has got, right. has got two of them in melee. I'm sorry, no, I, technically he's got four of them in melee. Right. Will 30 feet get me through the door and to the side with the first one that 
Caliban stab. Yeah. Okay. okay you just basically uh, to the I'll right of go him. Go in. Go on that one. Okay. You'd be in melee with that one and one of them that came up on Murph behind. So you'd be in melee with two of them. Okay. But you wouldn't lead melee. Right. Uh, that is a nat 20. Hey! Oh, that'll yeah, hit a little bit. Remember, is there a bell to ring? Uh, <laughs> how the, uh, <laughs> he doesn't want you showing him up. Savage you know, attack yeah, works. Yeah. You heal That's up. how you kill him. Oh, oh yeah, alright. Savage. That's the savage part. True, alright. You oh, carve his word hashtag savage into their chest. <laughs> Lizardmen literally have an ability that was you dab afterwards. The bonus action, and you attack and bite somebody, and, they, and I don't remember if they heal or not. So. I just made Tyler sick. Lizardmen's a little. So. 53 points of damage. Holy cow, that was on the one he was beating on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> have one, have one. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Hulk sort of kind of comes in behind, you know, after all the explosions happen, Hulk steps in and he comes over to that one. It had just tried to shoot at Hulk with his musket, and so it sort of looks up at you, bears its teeth. And you basically stick your short sword into its eye, completely killing it then. And then just for flavor, the uh, come in and like take the neck off of it. And so you have basically this head on your short sword for a second. And then nice. you sort of give it a whip behind you. And that thing is definitely gone. Then I'll use uh, my bonus action for an offhand. Yep. On the next one. AC 15. Okay, so this is the guy that kind of is behind Merc in a sense. He came up from behind with, this, with a weapon in his hand. That hits. Three points of damage, and then he needs to do the con save. Okay. It's up to the three, so it kind of just, just slices him, and you kind of wait for extra blood. Nothing seems to happen, but not quite sure what that looks like. All right. And then it's your turn. There's five left, is that correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So she's going to come kind of flying into the room, shield up, sword glowing with the usual holy fire energy that she has, and she's going to cast a level four scorching ray. Okay. So that's five beams. Okay. And she's going to put one into every single one of them, so it's going to okay. be this cool, hopefully spinning ballet of awesomeness. 13 is the lowest. Okay, then they all hit. And then I have a, one of them as a crit. Okay. So, 2d6 per dude. Okay. So, like, one by the door is going to take six points of damage. The other one by the other door is going to take five points of damage. One crit. Um, I'll do it for the last one with the musket in the back. Ten to one of the melee ones fighting Merc. To the other melee guy, another 10. And then for the crit in the back, 20. Nice. Nice. So it's going to be kind of like that Wonder Woman style with mm-hmm. the sword and shield. And she's, just yep. and she's like flashing around. She's like put it on a shoulder and fire it backwards at a guy. And it's going to be You're like dope. an eye of the beholder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just five beams kind of like firing all around. All these things, all yeah. these little bolts of light around. Some equilibrium gun kata stuff. the previews from <laughs> Nice line, right? Yeah. So IG-88. Yeah. Just firing in all directions. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I don't actually know if he's IG-88. It's IG-11, and it's voiced by Taika Waititi. <laughs> by what? It's voiced by Taika Waititi. Oh, the guy that directed... Thor uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. He did well, the voice of Korg. And, gotcha. yeah. and Jojo yeah, Rabbit. From, uh, he's from New Zealand. Yes. Okay. okay. It's all right. Show. So, lots of light flying around, <laughs> and, and now it is Lucan's turn. So, Khan is freaking out. <laughs> this is the first time he's been fired at. You were not fired at. Well, there's guns in the room, though. And four of them. <laughs> and it was a lot at once. Yeah, they were going off. <laughs> Can I have him roll to see if he keeps his stuff together? Sure. All right. Willpower? Or wisdom? Wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. Wisdom. 17. 
right. So yeah, yeah, you know, you get yourself together a little bit. Okay. You recognize that, like you, it, it helps a little bit because you see your your sister comes in and just like pelts a lot of them with light, and it definitely like affects them all. Okay. And you also saw like this head gets thrown your direction on the way in. Okay. So <laughs> and literally like lands next to you, and you're like, "We got this." Lucan sees all the gunfire and the smoke coming up, and for a split second, starts to blank out a little bit. And then realizes that everybody's kind of in on the attacks and sees all the lights coming from Zan. So he snaps out of it, gives out a big yell, just runs towards the closest one with a lit sword and takes a swing. 16 to hit. Hits. And I did 9 points of damage. And he'll just swing again at that same one. I end up hitting and uh, do 11 points of damage. Okay. So, sword comes in and one of them that was kind of behind Merc that was trying to come in with, with melee weapons. Okay. And so, you know, Perfect. sort of turns at you and slices it a couple of times. You know, when it comes to this undead stuff, it's hard to tell sometimes because they just don't react the same way, but you definitely do some damage to it. Okay. And uh, relapse your turn. I'm going to go ahead and light off the laurels of victory on one that uh, Lucan just hit. Okay. Two 23s and a 6. So All right. Two, two of them hit. Hit. One course threes and a 2. Orangish fire. Hers are all white. Uh, Slightly less holy over here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> His look like you ever play the original Contra when you had that stupid fire guy, yeah. and then it's but you're it's like on the the behind the scene one where it goes like this instead of. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Nothing in Contra is stupid. Huts. Take it back. <laughs> no, that fire guy was stupid. <laughs> I love that you jumped to the defense. Stupid, stupid, cool. Contra was legit. It was legit. But was nobody way, took but... that fire the the f. Thing because it was it didn't terrible. matter. I just cheated. Right, and so boom, boom, boom! It hits this thing, and again, you know, just sort of chars out. It shows his teeth and kind of hisses a little bit, and turns the direction of the where the spell came from. And then are we now back at the top? So Caliban standing in the kitchen. You're right at go, the doorway, right? Go through the cupboards. Do yeah, it. Pretty quick. Do Get it. one drink and go out and fight with the drink in your hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is a standard you. action. <laughs> <laughs> I get bonus dice when I fight with a cocktail. <laughs> Best character ever. <laughs> you win. I want to stab some stuff. <laughs> so I'll bonus action dash again okay. and run back around. And then is there uh, one of the bad guys engaged with one of my friends here? When you step back in, you can get the guy. So the one that had the rifle that got beheaded, he had a friend next to him that his had, other, had a rifle. The other, you could get to him easily. Yeah. So I'll, And he's engaged with Merc. I think that's it. Yeah, actually, just, just For him, just Merc. Merc. Yeah. So if I run up to attack, I would have advantage. Mm-hmm. So I will I will do that, and that'll trigger my uh, sneak attack. Sneak. He's a bard. Oh, that's a... College of Swords bard. Everybody's a bard. I'm not. If I'm not going to tell you what he actually is, but just going to say he's a bard. Sure, I'm a bard. Sure, works for me. With sneak attack damage, it's uh, 21 to hit. Hits. 21 damage nice. to that guy. That's the one I critted too. You should be critically dead. <laughs> I think we like you better than Hulk, so we're going to have a little conversation with <laughs> Just sub out of the room real quick. <laughs> Tyler, what are you doing twice a month? <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, uh, we're gonna take a break. From yeah, the we're gonna let you know for a little bit. <laughs> oh, comes that's in. Just, that's just harsh. <laughs> Again, you know, this rapier kind of goes in and like pulls back out of this thing, and it doesn't even know what to do. It doesn't even react to you. It just sort of takes the damage and bleeds. Are you able to move again? Well, yeah. If I haven't used my sixty, 
Yeah, I mean, this so, is pretty tight quarters, so you could... So I'll ram that through his head and go, special delivery! And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then step... Again, back uh, into the kitchen. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> he only keeps going back to his snake. Well, whatever is out of range of yeah, yeah, yeah. being That's shot at. Yeah, absolutely. got it. Good tactic. I can tell you that the rifles are nothing to be afraid of. All right, Mark's turn. Speaking of which... I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you had a catchphrase while you stabbed. I will take a swing. Uh, it is a 24 hit. Yes. 16 points of damage. Let's do a little focus fire and get some of these guys out Yeah, I know. All right. So he's basically just still staring at you, and you just stick your sword right down the, the top of his head. Just split his skull apart, and then... Then I'm going to turn around and get the one that whole get attacked that okay. was behind me, and roll another natural one. Fire die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's it. I'm not going to burn it. Right. So those porcelain die. They're, they're heavy at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so we still have two kind of behind you there, Merc. Both of them are going to attack you with their swords. I'll use protection on them if I'm five feet with them. So that definitely saved him from one of those attacks. The other one fumbles a little bit. <laughs> and then two of them on the other side are going to take shots. I don't want your 100 some hit points to, <laughs> you know, go down at all. <laughs> Everything again was shooting towards Merc, and then one of them actually does their shot across. You basically just get, a, you sort of get caught with five points of damage off of one of you. Are officially our first one that gets shot. Doesn't hit you directly, but it catches you. I imagine, like, it kind of hits him in the head, and he kind of jumps a little bit, and it's just like, what was that? <laughs> and it's Hulk's turn. Alright, lash out at the one that was still in front of me. 18 hits, 25 points of damage. Nice. So Hulk comes in and everything's kind of shooting towards Merc and Hulk kind of almost like has to sort of duck out a little bit because he's standing awfully close to Merc and so all this mm-hmm. stuff keeps coming too close to comfort, right? And, and you sort of step back and then take your short sword and just dig it up into the body of that one that you kind of been working on and just sort of pull it back out. And all of this just disgustingness that is, you know, it's full on entrails because these are not undead, right? And just sort of empties out on you. And it drops it again. Bonus action to try to shake off some of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> shake like a dog. Bonus <laughs> <laughs> action to de-gore yourself. Alright, Zan's turn. There's three of them left. She'll aim at the one closest to her with a musket. Sacred Flame. So, uh, dexterity saving throw. Sacred Flame! <laughs> Did you just Street Fighter that? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like a super. <laughs> he does it every time I cast the cantrip. 16? That's fair. Uh, 17 is what you been need. doing it for a year now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does not get it. 18 points of radiant damage flashes out of her hand into his face. Okay. He started it. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of pillar of light smacks it, and now we go to Lucan. It's radiant, like double Can damage. Can Lucan switch guys? over to a guy with a gun? Yeah. Can and, he get and everybody? Can he, yeah. He like, can get to Okay. Yeah. He's going to go after one. Everybody's going to pile up at this one. Two that are on sort of the left side of the room, and there's one that is standing kind of close to Merc and Hulk. I hit the one with 10 damage. Okay. And he'll give out a yell and give out a second swing, and he hits for 10 damage. Consistent. Yes. <laughs> All right. Way Good and kind of hits this thing, and it's sort of backing up. It actually stands up from the couch that was hiding behind you. Know, okay. The cover is not doing it a whole lot of good as these, <laughs> you know, people with swords keep swinging stop, at it. And for the horse. <laughs> <laughs> for those baby horses you murdered. Relapsing. Just going to go ahead and straight up scorching right the one that comes on. Okay. Natural 20, 19. 
And a uh, 12? Hits. He's got my back. He's a ranch hand. They're not wearing armor. Level zero. Eight. Too bad they have like uh, level nine little hit points. Ten. <laughs> they work for a living. And they do. They're hard. Three <laughs> is <laughs> 21. They're, is hard. they're a hardy people. All right. So wham is it these three corkscrews come in and all three just drill into this thing. And the one that Lucan had been beaten on sort of opens up and falls an open chest and fire sort of sputters out from it for a second and then it's gone. Caliban, it's back to you. Alright. I will rifle through the cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. See if I can find some good to drink. Alright. Hog look thirsty, so... He's got a little fire water. You find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, Mark's turn. I'll swing at the one with the sword, I guess. Oh my god, my god. Let me show you how to use this. Nice. I got a 16, 10 points of damage. Well, that was garbage, but that's still a 13. It's 13 hit, built for 12s. 13 points of damage. Jumping back and forth, he's got a, what it's got is basically a long sword. It's maybe a little bit more like a machete or something. It's got a little bit of skill to it, but it's not like a swordsman, if that makes sense. But it sort of steps back as you swing at it, kind of fends off one of the swings a little bit. But the, it, it cuts into his arm as it does that, and then you whip around and slice him across the front. He's still standing, but he's a little bit outclassed when it comes to using that weapon. And it's its turn. It's going to swing back at you. So that one swings out, kind of catches Destiny, and just slides down the sword. And then the other one is going to Warding Flare. Okay. All right. Goes to shoot, and the light makes it blank, and boom, the gun sort of shoots a little bit high, misses everybody. Nice. And it is Hulk's turn. There's one... Fighting Lucan still? There's, no, at this point, there's one with a gun that is basically stood up. It's got a, a musket, and it's a little bit on its own. Like, it's certainly close on it. And there's one that is fighting in melee with Merc. I will go for the one that's fighting Merc. That, that hits with a 24. Nice roll. <laughs> got some sixes and fives over there. Yeah, quite. <laughs> yeah, it makes the math harder. Just make the math harder. <laughs> <laughs> just hold ones. Just uh, roll fives. Five. 29 points of damage. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that Sorry. gets him. All right. So it comes in, and uh, you see him sort of try to look down, and like almost like he goes to hold his wound, and we're down to the one. We're done, done hold? Yeah, that's all okay. I can do right now. Yes, sir. You got one left. He's holding the rifle. He's sort of backed up a little bit. <laughs> Put your finger in the rifle hole. <laughs> yeah, try that. Does he look really messed up, or does he look... No. Not that much. Are you, you paying attention? Actually, honestly, <laughs> honestly you, you caught this guy with your spell. Yeah. That's it. That's all this That's guy. all he's That's taking. That's all this one's taking. Okay. He got the flashbang. He got, and he got the flashbang. So, yeah, she'll follow up that flashbang with another flashbang called Sacred Flame. So, <laughs> dexterity saving throw for him. Okay. Sacred Flame! There it is. <laughs> Doll seam in the Discord. Not great. Twelve. All right. Pillar of Light comes down, smacks on his head, and now we are at concert. Con charges up and takes a big old swing. He hits for six, and then it'll take a second attack, and he hits for 13 points of damage. All right, comes in, wham, wham. This thing's sort of like backing away from you at this point. It doesn't know exactly what to do because it's all left on its own. Still got a, a rifle in its hand, but it's not doing a whole lot of good, and relock is your turn. Just going to go ahead and cast Magic Missile at him. Okay. 11. Kind of purplish little darts kind of shoot out from... The gnome and bum, 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 bum. and again, it's still standing there, but it's staggering. Caliban, it's your turn. So I come wandering back in. Oh, <laughs> look at what I found! 
<laughs> is the last one, is it engaged or is it... Uh, no, it's been backed off at this one. It's kind of on its own. Perfect. So I'll run up. Oh, that's even worse roll. Uh, oh. oh, that's only a 10. So oh, all right. I'll, I'll miss. All right, so look what I found. And he kind of like swings and he's like, oh, wait a minute. I was too worried about the booze. And then. <laughs> well, I'm in a bonus to action. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just disengage. Oh, just just fail back. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, you I'll just step happen. back. I forgot to dash. Right. So. Uh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> <I just laughs> steps, sort of steps away. Uh, I'll be in the kitchen. Runs yeah. off. No, no, I'm just. I'm, I'm still in the room. Oh, okay, okay. I already got what I wanted out of the kitchen. Oh, okay. I walk up. Look at him, and I'm like, that's a nice stick. Does a 13 hit? It does. I want to point out I rolled a 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to roll a 1 to miss. <laughs> and he's done it twice. <laughs> All right. Uh, 17 points of damage. All right. Oh, um, there's finally one on the top. top. No, that, that does it. So you, can, you come in and just... It's, it's been kind of backing off. I didn't really know what to do. And you just come in and like slice through, and your sword actually catches part of the wall as you go through, and its head comes flying off. A big slice through the wall with kind of blood splattered across it. <laughs> Jeez. And then I Killed walk the over to Calvin and I take the fire water and take in my offhand and take a big old swig of sword over my shoulder. Do we need to roll initiative again? Or are you going to let him do that? <laughs> well, I feel like he should have to do a dexterity check. Good <laughs> <laughs> man, top man. Oh, that's not terrible. 16. Something yeah, he's going to be that much 20. Oh! Get wrecked. <laughs> this was for Hulk, but you did kill the last guy. And then I hand it over. <laughs> Thanks. Take a big uh, swag. Hulk is going to just kind of look down. I'm going to go over by one of the windows. I'm going to use the drapes to just kind of like start cleaning some of this stuff off of my wiping self. Merc, what should we do with these rifles? What What do you mean? Like, why worry about the rifles? Why not the bodies? To, we have more investigation to do, I guess. But Just like Cogrup's place, they're thralls to protect the main vampire. The main vampire must be here. Yeah. I check the bodies to make sure I don't see anybody that I... Like, I know Jeb and yeah, his wife. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't write that. Hey, is there a table? Is there a table? In the kitchen. I hand the bottle back to Calvin and go into the kitchen, break the table leg, and make a steak out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the six that you had before? Mr. Stabby. Well, I gave them to you guys. I mean, we should all make super nice wooden steaks. <laughs> and I walk back in, I'm like, hey, remember we need the steaks when they're asleep. It's daylight, right? So he might be asleep. This fog mm. might help. Is there an upstairs to the house? Second floor. And there seems to be from the kitchen, there seems to be a door that probably leads down. I would say probably downstairs. As they clear the top clear floor the top first. Floor? That's okay. my... All right. All right. I don't like stuff sneaking up behind us. Does someone keep an yeah. eye on the back? Yeah, true. Proceed forward? Sure. I'll go up the stairs. Yeah. All right. I'll closely follow. Same. Hey, is everybody okay? I'm fine. Hey, okay. How did you right. not get shot? I don't know. It's it was weird. a divine miracle. You could say that. What are you talking about? Is that what all the banging was? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. Sounds awful. Four muskets firing simultaneously, Smell and none awful. of them hit him. Smells awful, too. Yeah. Oh, I think the guy, this one got me. It feels a little wet right here. Is, are you okay? Yeah, fine, but it's, is there a cut in there somewhere? Can you see anything? <laughs> The ball ran through it, too. Like, Surprise, they're vampire bullets. <laughs> <laughs> the bullets oh, no. feed on your blood. Dang it. <laughs> back, in my, back in my surprise. Always. Vampire bullets. 
<laughs> All right, so you go up the stairs. They're pretty narrow and really creaky. You know, every little step you take, you're just like, oh, my god, Mark, you're not There's being stealthy again. They're going like, to know we're here. <laughs> listen, this guy does not care. I just go up the stairs. Basically, a little walkway. There are two bedrooms off of that walkway. Uh, it's like stairs come off. There's a walkway to the side, and then there's two bedrooms off to the south. Both bedrooms are free of people. There's nobody in there. It looks as though people probably used the bedrooms, but like there's nobody in there at this moment. If you were to walk into a ranch, you know, a bedroom in a ranch house, you don't see anything out of, out of the ordinary. All right, downstairs we go. Zane's kind of in the middle of the stairs, keeping an eye out on the ground floor just to make sure nothing comes up behind us. Okay. Too late. Aha! Something eats you on the stairs. Cool. Where's Zane going? It is the stairs. Black <laughs> pudding comes out and kills us all. Amazing. <laughs> the stairs are a mimic. Just goes, honk, honk, honk. Yeah. end of campaign. The end of campaign. Yep, we should have we'll fight our way out. Dang it. Mm-hmm. All right, so looks like where you're headed is into the basement or mm-hmm. cellar or whatever it is. That's where they seem to want to be. There's a doorway coming off of the kitchen. Lucan says to Zan, do you have your dawn spell prepared? I do. <laughs> Once he mentioned there was another vampire I prayed for this afternoon. Hold, do you want to check this Good door? Good here. Uh, yeah, sure. Lucan says, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucian's guidance. Lucan's guidance. That's amazing. I know, I can't believe I slipped it. Yes. I slipped it. Did now you I hate yourself a little for it? No, I just didn't cast the spell. See, yeah. I said it wrong and you got crap. <laughs> Seems That's how it fine. happens. Yeah, I'll check the door. Okay, it's locked. All right. Bust out the tunes. Yeah, there's a faster way. way. This is where Merc kicks in. <laughs> Dang it. As he's working on it. <laughs> this is where Merc just kicks the tunes uh, away. Uh, excuse me. 27. Click. Opens up. Who's going first? I'll go first. Of course. I'll be right behind him. There's going no stairs. stairs. just fall. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> rickety wooden stairs going into a stone basement. Never ending. Cold. Smells of mildew. And on your way down, very dark down here. Obviously, there's some lighted swords among the clergy. And then one continual flame torch. You have a torch going. And as you step down, Caliban, you see lunch. The dude? The dude. Yeah, not picnic basket, but it's actually lunch. He's standing there, and he doesn't look right. He's got really dark circles under his eyes. Mm. His coloring is weird. And it's like he's just standing there, like, waiting for you to come down. There's also another person standing there that looks like a elfman of some sort. Are it's we a, still on the stairs? Or uh, yeah, on your way. Yep, you're like on your way down the steps, and this is kind of what you're seeing as you enter. There's a, a woman, and she, Sarah, and that, that sort of thing. And, in fact, the impression that you get specifically from... Kind of like Calvin thinks it, it looks like an Adeladin. There's another Adeladin there you can see from some of the styles that she's wearing, some of the jewelry choices. It just, she seems like a Plains Elfman. And those two are standing there, and then behind them is this man boy with these big blue eyes and this spiky black hair. And he basically says, So you found my friend in Fire's Heart? Mark, can Lucan cast daylight in this entryway? Roll your initiative. And I whisper, that's the guy I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. I know Gosh, him. What is up with this? 
I think that vampire is going to look for wine. That's what. I think. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> he's going to monologue and then just like grab a wine off the thing and talk for a bit no. before we even go. He's going to cast charm on us. Well, that would be sweet if he just monologued for a long time. Yeah, call us all of his plans. Turn one, they always monologue. We're ready for the speech. Yeah, and then they get to get to their response. We're ready for the speech, Mark. Go ahead. They glare menacingly. Your go. All right. So we've got these three figures down here. One of them is a Sedalian woman. One of them is a high orc who apparently goes by lunch, Mm -hmm. and both of whom look very intense and sort of you know enthralled by this. Vampire, and then you've got this man boy behind the blue eyes and spiky dark hair, and presumably the vampire who had been talking about his friend. He does, by the way, say as he starts, he says, Alamir was reckless. And suddenly there are multiples of this boy around him, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they sort of go. And, you know, sort of shift in front of each other as you try to make sense of which one was which. Okay, Relop, you do the same thing and have all your multiples <laughs> just slap fight each other for life. <laughs> some Naruto stuff. The high orc, Lunch, does have a giant backpack on. If that's interesting to somebody that knows him, he's wearing this, wearing this giant backpack, which might be of note. Rings no bells. Yeah. <laughs> bologna, full of bologna sandwiches. <laughs> For the kids. And, <laughs> and, a, know, and a hula hoop. Just a circle. <laughs> the other two run, kind of run your direction. As soon as they hit the, you know, one of them specifically hits the wall, kind of runs past you almost, like the bottom of the stairs runs over and hits the wall and just starts climbing up the wall. Oh, good. Oh, that's just wrong. Comes your direction. The other one jumps up and kind of comes up the side of the high orc. He comes jumping up and like kind of grabs onto the side so that he can get into melee right away. And so he is going to swing specifically the orc is going to swing at Merc. I'll do the protection. Okay. So they're attacking us on the stairs? Yeah, like they're jumping up, bursting at you. Okay. Not the the vampire himself, because he's apparently cast a spell. He comes through and he just he starts like swinging, slicing your direction. And actually, there's a post there. It's a, it's a wooden post that he just claws, and half of it is just ripped away as he comes your direction. But he doesn't actually hit you. And then the Deladan is going to swing down at Caliban and actually does hit. If you get ripped to shreds tonight, I guess it's just a one-shot for you, right? So, <laughs> That's you <know>. true. <laughs> That's the best part like, about being a guest. Kind of a <laughs> weird ending to that episode. Yeah, we built the character to be cannon fodder. Just, he's just going to get torn apart. <laughs> so basically, Caliban, you just happen to be uh, along the stairs where she comes across, and she's just almost like standing on the ceiling, comes and claws at you a little bit and catches you for ten Slashing damage, just uncanny dodge. It's really quick, so so half of that, five, yep, slashes at you, and then uh, it's actually your turn. You and you've got this woman sort of facing you. She kind of reminds you of your mother. I'm just kidding. Whoa! Just, just good thing. <laughs> Adam, wow. insult injury. Just going mother. into his backstory, finding the perfect part, just stabbing him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try a thing. I'm gonna bonus action disengage. Okay. And just can I make my way down the stairs? A yeah, bit. yeah. You're close enough to where you know there's you weren't like in the back of the pack, so you'd be able to bust through. Make my way down just a little bit and yell at vampire guy. Just go. Alamir was reckless. Alamir was 
nothing. These guys have destroyed him with no trouble. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to use my panache action. Okay. So I can make a persuasion check, <laughs> contested by its insight check. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm trying to piss him off. Losers <laughs> <laughs> in combat Love persuasion it. role yeah. <laughs> for, with combat mechanics. Okay. Yeah. Is it a saving throw that he's... That he's... It's against his insight check. So he's ro- you're counter-rolling, you're rolling off. Yeah, so I rolled a... Oh. 30. Oh. Oh. Rolled a 30? Okay, so what happens <laughs> if he fails? Because huh? so, he did. So on a success, a hostile creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets and can't make opportunity attacks against targets other than me for one minute or until one of my allies engages it or gets more than 60 feet from me. Oh, wow. So okay. basically, nice. he's pissed at me. So he's drawing and aggro. If, and he can't attack other okay. targets. Until he gets attacked. Right. Until someone else runs up engaged. Interesting. All right. So that lasts for one minute. All right. Or if somebody hits it. Sure. That's pretty legit. One minute, too. That's like mm-hmm. that's ten, 10 rounds. Over. So I may very well get killed. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to die. He's going to have to go after you. I guess I get to choose my target. Yeah. All right. Hulk, it's your turn. So this lady's basically hanging down mm-hmm. in front of us. Yeah. yeah just a... Yeah. <laughs> Just blindly stab upwards at her. And I miss. Bonus action also misses. Mm. So, He's like, ah, ah. He just kind of like whips his sword and she kind of moves out of the way. It's kind of matrix style. So I, mis- I misread something. He-, he can't make opportunity attacks against anybody else. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Like, so he's that, that but ability. He but, he but he does have disadvantage to attack yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. To att- well, attack anybody. anybody. He, gets, he gets normal attacks or against me. To attack others. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, Zam, it's your turn. Where am I in the staircase versus everything? Like, what can I, of those two spawns, what can I see? Both of them? Yeah, you can see they're kind them, of sure. in the staircase. Because it's an open, you know, you're going down a, a wooden staircase. There's, like, a post coming down, but it's pretty open. Okay. You can see. It's just a wooden frame on your way down. Okay. She's going to draw her sword forward and hold it up. Lucian's like, banish you onto the Eladrin, Eladrin woman. So mm-hmm. she needs to make a Christmas saving throw of 17. Okay. You're casting Banish? Banishment, okay. yeah. I'm going to try to take her out. You're going to banish my mom? <laughs> <laughs> That's no. I just wanted her to be out of the way and safe so that you don't have to worry about her. Perfect. Yeah, I would have helped her horse. 16. <laughs> 16, okay. So, so the usual like thing where the sword of light appears behind her, moves forward, and closes. Which is kind of closes. an odd one, too, at the ceiling, right? Yeah, it's a weird so angle. this, like, oof. Suddenly this sword of light comes through and just, it's almost like just disappears. Yeah. And awesome. one of them is missing. <laughs> nice. And her eyes are kind of glowing, and she's like, all right, concentrate on the one. <laughs> concentrate on lunch. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be gold all night. <laughs> Dang, I am hungry. Yeah, I know. Alright. So, from a tactical standpoint, is there enough room around lunch for us to. I mean, I don't have room after lunch. <laughs> lunch is. I mean, you could. Like, he, right now, he's hanging basically off of the post on the side of that thing. So you certainly, yeah, you're all sort of like, wah, standing there, other than Caliban, who kind of moved forward. Everybody's kind of on the stairs, and he's right there. She just disappeared above you, but he's effectively within arm's reach of you. Would, like, would come on myself and Hulk be able to get in with melee with him, I guess is what I'm asking. Is there enough room for that? Or are we going to start blocking things off? I'm going to say, yeah, it is actually pretty open. 
So you could find a way to get to them. It's like, white. Yeah. If everybody was melee, that'd be one thing, but three people, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to take a swing at them. That's a 16 hit. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a pushing attack. We'll resolve that in a second. 24 points of damage. I know it's a pushing attack. He gets to make his strength saving throw, or he is pushed back up to 15 feet. So you basically <laughs> smack him and wham, he goes flying across the basement, landing kind of near the multiple vampires. And then I'll jump off the stairs and go after him, engage him. But I was just trying to get him out in a way so where he'll open him up a little bit. Yeah. And I'll take a second attack in him. Yeah, Um, you know what, though? He was, like, up above. I'm going to say he's prone, so roll to advantage. I'll take the first roll. It was an 18. That's pretty close. (laughs) You can go ahead and double your damage. It's okay. We approve. 16 points of damage. Kind of slices in, and... You know what? I'll take the action surge at this point. All right. Okay. I mean, if we're going to be rolling an advantage. I mean, you might as well go all out on lunch. <laughs> Order up. You can say it's an... Never mind. You can have a buffet it's if like you want to. splurging Just... on lunch. <laughs> yeah, Don't right. forget to leave him a tip. <laughs> <laughs> but Justin, never mind. Oh, no. 29... Yeah. I think we it's... need to make a teaser trailer for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> <Just what? laughs> so many sound bites. Right. Go all out. All based off of lunch. <laughs> and I'm happy about that. Yeah, you're <laughs> I'm yeah, we're all smiling. Well played. <laughs> you know what? And I'm going to do a menacing attack. Nah, I don't care. Scare him. I'm scaring him. Turn your way. 16 points of damage. He owes me a DC 16 wisdom saving throw, or he is frightened of me. Does a 1 do that? <laughs> Does 15 hit him? It's fine. Uh, 15 does hit him, yes. 19 points of damage, and he owes a little bit. I'm just doing it for the extra damage at this point. Alright, so boom, boom, boom. Just whipping this sword around, and it's, honestly, it does act like it's afraid. Like, he he starts to sort of back away, like, no, no, don't hurry, don't hurry. Like, and he's on the ground. Whipping him around, you know, like, and he's sort of trying to back away from you along the floor. And he's still hanging there, but done a lot of damage to him. Lucan, it's your turn. He's going to point his sword at one of the bigger rocks right at the stairs and yell, may Lucian light the way and then cast daylight on the rock. So the whole so that, that is It's not actually, is that it's not that actually not daylight. Okay. That's my dawn spell. Dawn? Okay. Did he say let Lucan light the way? Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that egotistical. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> that just so I'm clear? That just creating light in the sixty sense foot, it's like if it gives him a disadvantage or something like that. Yeah, I have no idea if it, this is. This is the thing Zan did during Night's Day. Also, the thing I did last week. And you did last week. Reload. Um, so this uh, high orc, you know, vampire spawn is basically on the ground, kind of almost like trying to move away from her. And then you got the multiple vampires over there. We're gonna go ahead and. Cast Scorching Ray at the vampire. So one of the images goes and disappears. Two are going to hit him. Okay. Oh, you've been playing the shell game before. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I looked up that spell yeah. to make sure I understood the way it worked. 18 points. 18, nice. All right, well, so that kind of... I think that would sense. that would shake the panache effect. That, mm-hmm. Like It's essentially a charm effect, only mm-hmm. it's in combat it's a negative charm effect, so... So now he can hit. Yeah, it's hard because like his character wouldn't know that necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah, I should have. Sh- I should. I should have shouted out like, "Let me get this guy." Okay, so 
You see the light comes in, and one of the one of the little vampires goes and just disappears, and the uh, and the other one hits, boom, 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 and then it does this weird thing where you you're like, wait, I saw it, I knew which one it was, and then you don't anymore, as it does the shell game. We're at the top of the bot, right? Initiative order, yeah. Relop just ticked it off, and then we've got lunch and the main vampire kid, and the other one's banished. A minute, concentration. Yeah, please don't hit me. <laughs> It'd be so bad. I turn around on my shield accidentally bumps her. Oh, sorry. I failed my concentration check. She appears. Oh, no. The mirrored images of the vampire with his big blue eyes turns to Merc and says, you will join me. Nice. Is this a spell? It's not. It's an ability. Merc, you, oh, no. <laughs> you have an inkling that you would like to join him. He's so sweet with his big blue eyes. And Lucan puts his hand up, looks straight in the eyes of the vampire, and says, he will not. And Lucian fortifies that notion. Prevents the charm. Yes. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The aura oh. of the paladin saves him. Lucan's head grows a little bit more. <laughs> Great, there's no more room in the basement. <laughs> He's stuck on the stairs. <laughs> oh, oh, no. right Help! Lunch stands up. And he is going to take a swing at Merc, who's right on top of him. Did he make a... Did he fail the spirit check, right? Okay. So he's going to roll disadvantage. He's going to stand up and swipe at you. Good for you, Lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Face your fears. Please protection is again. Oh my gosh. That'd be, that'd be bad. Two ones or two twenties? Nineteen and a twenty. Oh, oh, that was for you, lunch. He had two attacks. So one of them was garbage, but he is going to be able to swipe at you, least. You know what? Good for you, lunch. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, nineteen was, and twenty. This poor guy with his giant listen, I'm going to point out that the nineteen and twenty would have had the same effect on me. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Immune to crits. Oh, you're immune to crits. Mm, uh, his oh, armor, armor does that. Yeah. Fantastic. Let me tell you the story about how he got that armor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all I know. Okay. There was all just right, too much silence. Claws at you. He basically just hits for nine slashing damage. Basically stands up and just sort of wildly claws at you. Catches you enough to make you bleed your own blood. And oh, Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. There it is. Caladan, it's your turn. Alright, I guess I'll bonus action dash and I'll Run over to the blue-eyed dude, take a swing at him, and see what happens. So you swing at him, and one of the images disappears. Whiffs. You caught one of the images. Sure. (laughs) The way one of my things works is I can essentially free disengage if I attack an opponent. You attacked. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I'll just move past him, like, further into the room. Oh, okay. And get on the back side of him. Yeah. Does it seem to be bothered by the light? By, like, the light of your sword? Of the spell. The daylight spell. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not it a fan, for sure. Like it's, yeah, it's kind of squints. Okay. Mm-hmm. His big blue eyes are, like, only half the size of ours. Okay. <laughs> how, many, uh, how many mirror images does he have? He only has one left. Okay, There's cool. two of them. Cool, 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 cool. You forget about these legendary actions. Right? Oh, sure. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, no, that's okay. cool. Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean yeah. I forget about mine, too, so you just <laughs> out. I'll just call it even. Yeah, uh, I didn't I mean, tell you about Caliban's legendary, <laughs> legendary actions. <laughs> I knew you did that monster card for a reason. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you a little of my legendary action. Was at the sporting house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nice. That's how you get there. There was these three serving wenches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mark's gonna have to fill time here. So yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the young-looking vampire darts actually behind Caliban. So you sort of run behind him, and he sort of whips around behind two images of him whip around behind you as well. So he's sort of moved himself, put you between the group and himself. August, your turn. Alright, I will uh, come down the stairs. I'm going to help Merc out. 27 to hit. That hits? So we're going after lunch? Yep. I mean, if we have time for lunch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> brunch, really. Brunch, really, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler continues to shake uh, his head. For 25 <laughs> points of damage. I like that. Okay, okay thank you. <laughs> oh, that's good. And then uh, my offhand, that's AC 15. <clears throat> It's one point of damage, and then a constitution saving throw. So, you come in, and Merc has clearly shaken this high orc vampire spawn, and you sort of pop around him, slide your sword across, and catch him across the throat, and as he holds his throat, you sort of jab it into his gut and sort of rip up into the sternum and just pull back out. <laughs> And lunch falls down in front of you. Has been served. <laughs> Would you say Hulk finished his lunch? <laughs> God. <laughs> Damn it. That's why I gotta keep just naming the weird stuff. <laughs> we, we can come up with some fun stuff. Alright, so keeps on lunch giving. apparently has dropped at this point. We'll mm-hmm. see if he stands back up. I mean, but here we are. You guys did fight Vampire Spawn before, and yes. they did get up. Yep. So I'm warning you now. Guess whose turn is next? <laughs> I also had a plan. So do what you want. It's Xana's turn. Yeah. Uh, sacred Flame on the body of the uh, fallen lunch. love lunch. <laughs> sacred lunch. Sacred hot, lunch. Hot, hot lunch. All right. Hot lunch. God damn, that's good. Pillar of white fire comes down. Do you want to roll damage? Um, Doesn't yeah, matter. Go yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, 17. Okay. And... Uh, his head sort of like a little bit of ash sort of flies up. You don't get the impression he's gonna get anymore. back up again. Yep. She'll make her way turn? down into the room afterwards. That's okay. Yep. I You're will, still on the stairs. Yeah. Okay. We'll close in on Blue Eyes, White Dragon. One of them anyway. The high cost card. So and walking up, Caliban's there, but he's standing behind. So you're gonna step up next to Caliban, and you are going to take a swing at one of them. You're pretty clear that you have the right one. Let's see. I got 27. Boom! That you hit the image. So the image is gone. Now it's just the one, the one guy. Second attack. And vampire standing there. What a 24 hit. Yes. I will also do a tripping attack on him. He owes me a DC 16 shink check. I don't know how many times I've rolled one under, but I need every time now. All right. So boom! He drops to the ground, <laughs> and uh, he takes 21 points of damage. Whoa! All right. Boom! Hits this vampire, and he actually. Poof, Hits the ground and everybody kind of looks at each other like, did that just happen? <laughs> and it's now going to stand and take a swipe at you with its legendary action. It's <laughs> really excited. I'm going to stab a freaking vampire on the ground right. for a second. I was like, oh my god, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. All right. Good a grow, vampire. Level three device, smite. All right, so for just a second, so he sort of pops up. In kind of a weird way, like it doesn't really lift itself up; it just almost like floats up in front of you for a second, and to get itself back up in a standing position, and just swipes. And for a second, those sweet young doe eyes 
you get this sort of evil look for a moment, and it swipes through and cuts you for 20. And it's really just from his fingers. He just kind of goes... And claws at you. And you're not quite sure how that happened, because you're fully armored, right? But, like, you just suddenly, like, feel these slices coming across you. And it's Lucan's turn. Lucan gives out a big old yell and says... Get back down, you fiend! Hit him. I rolled a 22. Hits. Smite him. 26. This is not a smite. This is a smite. This is a max smite. And your smite does radiant? Yes. It adds radiant, yeah. Alright. And then then he will swing right back again. I'm sure an 11 misses. Alright, kind of swings in. (laughs) And yeah, he sort of steps back out of your way. Okay. And now it's relapse, sir. I'm going to go ahead and cast uh, Scorching Ray at 5th level. 21. Hits. 27 and 23. Natural 20. Whoo! Ooh, that's a crit ten. So, all right. So four of them hit. One of them is a crit. <laughs> it got quiet. Four hit. One's a crit. It's like natural twenty. <laughs> Do not edit that out. I hope that's on there. Yeah. <laughs> you could add a sound effect if it didn't pick up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get it posted. <laughs> Your toilet flush was exactly with the D twenty. It just got quiet for a slight second. Total flush, and then it was like natural twenty. With flush. <laughs> it's like keeping it in there. I hope it picks it up. You know, he rolled poorly after that, too, right? That would actually be more appropriate. Doesn't matter. 30, 37. Oh, my gosh. So Five. basically you see all these little <laughs> little bursts of, fu- of fire come from him. And <laughs> the contra. One of them, of course, screws into the wall. The rest of them all hit it. He doesn't like that very much. We're just going to get hired as vampire hunters after this, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Blue-eyed vampire now moves with his legendary action and he actually pops up over behind Relop. So he's moved all completely across the room. Yeah. And he's standing behind the wizard. We'd like to grapple check. Like the move was his legendary, now he's now it's his turn. Yes. If he chooses to attack, she's gonna warding clear him. He pops up behind Relop and he puts his hand on your shoulder. Make a wisdom saving throw. This isn't a spell, is it? It is a spell. I like a counter spell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see it's the what best response. Uh, I gotta yeah. see what le- what level it is. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm all used to it. Uh, like, no. You're not allowed to rent videos here anymore. Yeah. I don't allow Mark to do anything in the game. We're like, Still, no. Let him do nothing no. fun. <laughs> Warding flare protection counter spell. Everything's at disadvantage, and none of your spells work. Just roll, John. <clears throat> nope, it's level three. Oh, auto oh, yeah, John. Cancel. All right. So, put this hand on you, and you're like, um, actually. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right. It is the nobody else's turn because we've got one that's in dead space and one that's down, and so now it's Caliban's turn. It's going to be the, the spawn's turn. Can I get to where the bad guy is in relation to Relop. Yeah, we're pretty close to quarters at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright. Good. So we won't have a lot of movement after that, but yeah. Just fine. I'll bonus action dash over there. Okay. And that's still a terrible roll. 14 probably doesn't hit. It does not. Yeah. So <clears throat> it comes in with the rapier and it kind of goes between the vampire and Relop's face and doesn't hit anything. <laughs> Whoa. Hulk's turn. Alright. I will go over there as well. That is not going to hit. That's a 10. <laughs> that is not hit. I'll use my bonus action to disengage so I can make some room 
for some more heavy hitters. Is this Anna's turn? Is it me? Yeah. All right. It was double rogue with. Double. Okay. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> Great. <laughs> We're going to hit him with Guiding Bolt. Okay. Uh, we'll do it at second level. Hmm. No, third level. We don't have a phrase for that, Savelle. No, I'm, no. At a, I'm, a, I'm just bolt. That's got to be the only one, right? <laughs> that's that's too bad. We can't annoy land. Twenty-nine, I think, is probably good. Sixty-six radiant coming at him. Twenty-one points of damage as the radiant energy glows out of her sword and hits him, and then he is illuminated by a glow for a advantage on the next person to hit him. Contra weapon would that be? <laughs> hmm. uh, it clearly is the laser. Yeah. Say. <laughs> All right. So, kind of this aura going on there. Relock is really mad about the spell, so he's going to go ahead and try to slice at you. Warding flare. So, swings at you twice. One of them kind of, as this light kind of comes from the cleric, and then the second one's going to catch you. Hit you for 17 slashing. Just a really just flaring out after having this spell sort of botched on him. All right. And now it's Mark's turn. Backhand swing. Or a reverse grip and try to go for the legs again. Does a 20 hit? Not natural. Yes. 23 points of damage and DC 16 strength throw or be knocked prone. So catches in. He, he actually sort of hops up above when the sword comes through. It catches him, but he does this sort of weird like lay up and then lands back on his feet. So I'll take my second attack. 25 and 14 points of damage. Nice. And I would like to bonus action second wind. Alright, so you, you get slashed for 19 points of damage. He's starting to make a lot of noise as we're fighting. What kind of noise? He's just screaming, basically, as he fights, which doesn't match his form, right? Like, it doesn't seem hmm. like a natural <clears throat> sound to come out of this picture. Lucan, it's your turn. Alright, Lucan's gonna say, I said back, you fiend. And he rolled a uh, 27 to hit. This yeah. is a very good. That is a good smart yeah, answer. Smote that dude. 36 points of damage. Holy cow. <laughs> does, does Radiant do extra damage to Vampire? Uh, you don't know. Seems like they don't like it. I'm gonna take a, <laughs> I'm gonna take another swing and give out a big old yell. I rolled a 21 to hit. It's 25 points of damage. Yeah, spit on Bonus <laughs> <laughs> action flipping the bird. <laughs> All right, bonus action. So Sultas mom. These last couple hits, like when you, when they come in, these swords come through, and it starts to like look like it's nervous. And so as you swing through, the, this lighted longsword comes through, and light sort of seems to pulse a lot from Lucan, and it it's kind of like moving towards the center of the room, and sort of almost like it's not really shrinking, but you get this sense of like, like it's trying to shrink away from you, and. Uh, Relop, it's your turn. It does not like what's happening. <laughs> does anyone anyway, get an opportunity attack if he moves away? It's not like literally separate. You, you guys are following it. Gotcha. Gonna go ahead and do a fourth level scorching, right? It seemed to work last time. Okay. 17, 25, 20, garbage, and another 20. 23. Wow. Alright. It's definitely taking a lot of damage and it's realizing that it's sort of being surrounded by foes. And so we get to back to his turn and it disappears in front of you. Can I counterspell it? Yeah. Got another counterspell on you? Oh yeah. That I guess you can. <laughs> Let me look up the level again. Uh, it is higher than three. Okay. So it says the level four. Now. Oh! <laughs> Alright. He escapes. 
Dang it. So, he disappears in front of you. It is Caladan's turn. So, are we still in initiative right now? Yes. What is there to fight? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we'll we'll give you a chance to try to do something about the fact that he just disappeared, but otherwise, that's it. I'll check out the room, I guess. Make my way over to lunch. Okay. You can see that the, the floor has been recently dug up. Something has happened here on the ground. You do see lunch. He's got the backpack on him. He's split up. He's gone. You know, half his body is kind of demolished at this point. But he does have, like, some scales coming out of the back of that backpack. Well, I will grab the backpack and start looking for the chest. That makes sense. Well, sir. I'm actually going to go stand by the stairway if he's going to try to, like, get out. He's going to have to brush past, you know, just hold my action if I feel something brush up against me, I'll stab it. Okay. You don't actually feel anything come past you, but you can feel a shaking on the stairs that shouldn't be there. Dan's your turn. If I try to bring sunlight on him, I'm going to lose the banishment. Do I do it? Fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Those weren't the options. (laughs) That was not one of the choices. Do it. Chuck a gnomish grenade. Alright, so she's going to drop Banishment concentration, and then cast Dawn on the staircase. <laughs> drop Banishment, this lady just appears and falls down the steps. Like, yeah, and then she casts Dawn on. Fall into sunlight. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna um, yeah, release Banishment, which is gonna bring her back into the staircase, and I'm gonna cast Dawn on the staircase, so it should hopefully hit blue Eye Boy and her in one big thing. Try to wobble combo it. Uh, it's 30 foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder of sunlight. Constitution saving throw of 17. Counts as sunlight. They'll take 4d10 radiant. And it's a concentration spell and I can move it 60 feet as a bonus action. So I'm going to try to not hit hold with it, but I'm going to try to hit the entire staircase with the column. So it's going to be 20, 23 points of radiant. Simultaneously, this sword that you, you guys have seen before this this thing with the banishments kind of flies through as this presumably Adeladin woman is sort of on the ceiling and light bursts into the space just next to hold at the bottom of the stairs and it just lights the whole place up and everybody sort of almost like squints back and at the top of the stairs there's basically a figure that like was almost out of that spot <laughs> and you see him like come into form for just a second sort of look back and sort of ash form just sort of turns and the figure goes to ash and starts pouring down the stairs the woman at the top that had been the spawn as soon as that happens she does take damage from it but then she drops literally down <laughs> Almost landing on hold and just smashes into the stairwell and sort of like flops down to the ground. And she's laying there, sort of broken up a little bit at the at at your feet. Hold, (laughs) she's still alive. She's busted the heck up, but she's still alive. Yes. Oh wow. She's broken. Basically, what happened was as soon as he died, she was no longer a spawn, and now she like dropped down. She basically pulled a. Caliban. Wow. Okay. Oh! That makes... Okay. That makes more sense. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. I go running into the light, because I... Or do we know that she's not a vampire anymore? Probably wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, she's not moving. So Zan will go running over after doing that dawn Mark, thing. Remember when you said her. you're not going to keep anybody alive? <laughs> well, I said I wasn't going to take any prisoners. 
I don't know. I rolled a 14 on the D20. I don't even know what I'd roll to see if she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly rolled a dice. Investigation. Perception. Is she still uh, alive? She's still a vampire? Like, I don't even know if I'd even she's be able to tell. She's unconscious. Uh, Zam will do healing word. Let's throw a D4 at her. Is she breathing? Is she... Yeah, but barely. Like, she needs medical attention. I'll be like, you're okay. She's fine. <laughs> All right. Just because you said so? <laughs> yeah. Because right. I said so. Kind of sputters and sits up. She does actually look better. What? The healing power of Mark's word. <laughs> I'm so confused. Gave her a verbal band aid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it works with kids. Shake like, it you're off. Fine. Shake it Get off. up. You're okay. <laughs> she kind of looks around and she's very disoriented. So, what day is it? She's going to say Hell's Day, which was days ago. Yeah, you're missing some time, too. We're going to be able to sense the undead thing still. I can't anymore today. She looks fine, though. It's kind of like what happened huh. with Caliban when we found him this morning, I guess. Interesting. So killing the vampire heals the spawn? Breaks the curse, maybe. Maybe. So much for lunch, I guess. And all those farmhands upstairs. Mm. <sighs> okay. Alright. I wonder if those ponies are fine now. That seems like a bit of a stretch. Might be vampiric. We have to see if the fog lifted, but... Did yeah. you get what you needed, Caliban? Well, I was still looking for the chest, but I'm not finding it. There's uh, fresh dirt here. I think they just buried it. It's possible. Okay, you should dig for that. I can help you dig. Alright, so we uh, dig into the ground. for mm-hmm. a, Look for a chest. So while they're doing that, I'm going to... Wait, 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 wait. You're not going to help dig? <laughs> I'm going to try and stealth my way up the stairs. Like from these guys? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, everybody roll, everybody roll a well, perception. We'll see if we can beat, beat you. Oh, 15. Poorly. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> That's such a shame. Isn't it? Crit. 13. Pike crit. 25. 15. When Lucan notices, it's bad, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> If Luca notices, that's the you only really time he's probably ever noticed. <laughs> got a twenty-six. Oh my gosh! Everybody just rolled the heck out of you. Everybody what, just what stops and looks. Where are you going? Creak, creak, creak. <laughs> they were creaky stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callback. Where are you going, Caliban? Yeah, are you gonna help dig up your own chest for the orphans? Okay, there's. I have to actually take what's in this pack to somebody to get the chest. I kind of mislead you about that. Okay. And what else did you mislead us about? Just that. So, what? there are still orphans? There are orphans in the world, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, his world is paradise. There are no orphans. <laughs> um, are you helping the orphans? Okay, I made up the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> I need to call this, man. Where do you need what? to take this pack? I I have to deliver it to somebody for my client, or that could be in great deal of peril. In Fire's Heart? No, at the base of the Green Mountains. There's a camp there. Oh. It's not an orc, is it? Is what an orc? What you're delivering Person to? you're delivering. Uh, I'm and not talking high orc. I'm, we're talking orc. Savage. Orcs. My yeah. client wasn't clear about that. What is It this? might be. What? It has been before. That is not Who good. is your contact at the base of the Green Mountains? Uh, I don't know. I got a name for that, actually. Have you ever heard of Adgood? 
That's... Is that something he's ever heard of? No. Okay. What are you delivering? No. Just the contents of this pack. Which it's is? Really, well, it's just this big lizard skin. It's it's nothing. I was supposed to deliver some other stuff. And Lunch seemed to think that this lizard skin was way more important than the other things. And that seems to have gotten him killed. So clearly he was wrong. But when I sell this and get paid for my clients, I am definitely hooking you guys all up. <laughs> <laughs> How do we know we'll ever see you again? I mean, we do have the ability to find them. You can trust me. And I roll a persuasion. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm going to do with so panache. What do we roll? Panache. There you go. What do we roll? 29. Oh! Baby, what do we roll for that? I, I was just targeting her. Target oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, so what am I, what am I counter rolling with? Insight. Insight. Plus nine. Another crit. I'm not kidding you. Oh, 29. Wait, Pike, <laughs> Pike screws you over twice. What did you roll, though? 20, 29. So you just met. I tied it. Yeah. So I met the DC. Mm-hmm. She'll kind of eye you for a little bit. And she'll be like, So does meeting okay. it def- beat it? or uh, Yes, probably. But she'll kind of nod to you for a second. She'll be like, All right. If we don't hear from you soon, we'll come find you. So you sense that it didn't quite hit her right on, but you both kind of counter-charmed each other. And she says, we'll come find you if we have to. All right. (laughs) Lucan just looks very disappointed. Well, I'll be thinking about you guys when I'm on the road. Make my way up the stairs. I love it when a plan comes together. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Hey everyone, Lance with D4 on the Floor again, and I wanted to give a special shout out to Tyler Walpole, who played Caliban in our episode today. He's a local fantasy artist and a good friend of ours. He has a career in creating pop culture artwork and illustrations for comics, gaming, and the movie industry spanning 15 years. His clients include Marvel, DC, Warner Brothers Animation, Blizzard Entertainment, Wizards of the Coast, and Paizo. To see more of his client work, visit www.tylerwalpole.com. That's T-Y-L-E-R-W-A. A-L-P-O-L-E dot com. You can follow him on Twitter at Tyler Walpole. And also, most importantly, he just finished up a Kickstarter for his own personal world setting called Blood of Dragons. Blood of Dragons is a world-building art project. In the setting of Blood of Dragons, an empire governed by a power-hungry ruling class of dragons, known as the Draconis Imperium, has conquered many worlds throughout various planes of existence. They've been assailing the gateways of our world, Earth, for hundreds of years, and they're still attempting to do so currently today, but they are being kept at bay by a secret order of mages and mystical warriors. So, if some urban fantasy is up your alley a la Dresden Files, I highly recommend you check out www.bloodofdragons.net. The book is available for purchase online and at game stores, and you can join his Patreon at patreon.com slash bloodofdragons. Thanks again, Tyler, for joining us for the game. Oh, I do have a joke for you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> what do Pyrians call their pews? Call their pew, 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 pew. Call their what? Wah, wah, wah. Pews. Wah. Pews. Get out. 
First time getting to use the spell. Yeah. Let me use the restroom real quick. Four sessions and I finally get us use the spell. He's got to think right. about what he's going to see. I know, right? <laughs> well, you, you <laughs> make one, it descriptive. One casting a day, right? I'll be in my yeah. writer's room. Starting with... He'll be in the writer's room. <laughs> 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 Slash bathroom. <laughs> sure about that, right? <laughs> this is where we all just be quiet and listen to Mark. Listen to him. On the first men's road. On the first men's road. And you're familiar with it. It's the yeah, Harris the, Ranch. The, yeah, it's coming to me. The the Harris Horse Ranch. Do we know the Harris Ranch off Firstman's Road? I don't think we were. Yes, we ran into them on the way, and we sold the horses to them. That was on the road oh. here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that road. road, the the road. Okay, I thought Firstman's Road was the one that went north and south. Or is that is that all the way along? Is it's not. It's not technically. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he, you know, he might be mixing it up a little slightly. Okay. No problem. Yep. Yeah. No problem. You're good. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I probably misled him a little bit with no. that too, because you're right. Technically, that's that's a, it's an offshoot of the first. first yeah, near the first men's road. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. You better get it right. But we are not continuing. Yeah, we, I believe uh, it's. I believe it's called the uh, first men's cul-de-sac. Stop ruining our world. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Oh, it's not First Men's road. road. This is First Men's Place. place. You're the wrong side. <laughs> oh, We're like yeah. a mile away. <laughs> Excuse me. It's on the other side of the I-80. This is that they have west. a blessing and barrel as well. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the blessing and barrel? That's right. <laughs> like Waffle House. <laughs> it's just a Waffle place. House. Just blessing and barrel, blessing and barrel. Blessing Always barrel. open. Did uh, anybody reach oh, out to me stubborn. during this fiasco? Darn it. I was going to have that happen while you were walking around and I forgot. Darn it. Because he would have normally does about three in the morning. You were active, so I was going to have that come in. Darn it! I had it written down too. All right, even had just, rewind, just rewind it. Well, I get the magic of editing. No, it's fine. Just lance it. That's what we're going to say. Just lance it. Lance that part out. The microphone can't hear my shaking head. For the podcast, Tyler is shaking his head vigorously.